0: Welcome, everyone, to our 34th episode of DE Takeover. And uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it because we got a lot to talk about. And uh, without further ado, let's get into our first segment called The Quote of the Week. And this is just me and Eric's way of spreading some positivity because, you know, why not? And uh, this week's quote of the week is. Life is not a problem to be solved, but a reality to be experienced.
1: Whoa. Whoa, Deep. wait, whoa, whoa. My, my whole brain just, like,
2: cracked like <laughs> up. It broke. Like,
1: what just happened? Say that again, bro. It says,
0: life is not a problem to be solved, but a reality to ex- be experienced. And that was said by Soren Kikengard. I don't know. He's from, like, Sweden or something. Like, Norway. Because I cannot pronounce the last name. But shout out to you, man! Thanks for that quote.
1: I really like that quote. That the quote it makes you think, bro. Mm-hmm. Wow, philosophers over here. Literally, that's like I that was like kind of like around that area for that quote. that was around that area, <laughs> but um, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know,
0: when I say these quotes, it makes me feel smart. So I'm glad I say these things to this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the
0: only time I feel smart is when I say these quotes. So let me say it one more time. But uh, last time we move on quote of the week is life is not a problem to be solved but a reality to be experienced so shout out to soren keatingard for that awesome quote but um i took it and i put it in the episode so hopefully it impacts everyone else listening to this and they take it with their own lives and they i don't know just listen to the quote love it and hopefully imply it to their life live the life
1: live the life man
0: that's it but um live the experience yeah exactly But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we got to move on. We got to move on because we got some exciting football. And not even football, we got some exciting basketball as well. And we got an exciting sports talk as well because, you know, DV TakeOver, it's all about sports talk. And um, Eric, we're going to go over the NFL games. And uh, you had a game on Thursday that we didn't get to go over, but it was the Broncos versus the Browns game. And ladies Mm. and gentlemen, Eric predicted that the Broncos were going to beat the Browns. 27 oh. to 24, and I'm sorry, oh. but the Browns beat the Denver Broncos 17 to 14. So not very that much, not that exciting of a game. I cannot. Baker Mayfield got over 230 passing yards, and Baker Mayfield did not play this game. Although you did not know about it, so I will cut you some slack on that. So he went 0 for 3, but you did say Teddy Bridgewater was going to throw at least one touchdown, and he threw two. So I will give you a point for that, which brings your total. Of
1: the, the, of the prediction to 25 to 28. Yay. Wait, I think, David, you're reconnecting for me. I don't know if it's happening for everybody else, but you're just reconnecting right now, so I can't hear you. So everyone I'm just – yeah, 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 Wait, hello? There you go. Yep. All right,
3: cool.
1: What's it called? Right. You. The last thing you heard, I heard was 25 to 28. So continue from there. Uh, Yeah. So it's 28 to 25,
0: me. Leading, so, you know, we like that lead. We like that lead. But without further ado, we got to go over into, over into these stats. Then again, I'm not going to stay that long into this game because, to be honest, this game is really boring. I mean, exactly. the no Broncos and the Cleveland Browns, but it was really boring. I was going to go over the key guys. And from the Broncos' side, the losing side, you had Teddy Bridgewater go 23 for 33, 187 yards, two touchdowns and interception. You had Javante Williams with four carries and 20 yards. And uh, in the receiving, you got Cortland Sutton, with five receptions for 68 yards, and Javante Williams, the running back, with six, re- re- six receptions, 32 yards, and a touchdown, and Melvin Gordon, running back, with one touchdown with two receptions, or 14 yards as well. So the running backs were the wide receivers and catching touchdowns in this game. That's basically it. And um, man, it was just a boring game. I'm not going to get much that, that much into it because we got more exciting games to go over, but this was not really that entertaining, but on the Browns side, you got Case Keenum, the quarterback, went 21 for 33. 199 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. It was honestly a pretty good game for, for Case Keenum. You know, Case Keenum's not that bad of a quarterback, and uh, he's a solid, he's a solid, um, he's a solid uh, backup, so he did, he, did, he did his job in a sense. But in the rushing yards, this is where the game was taken over by this guy. The Ernest Johnston with two, 22 carries for 146 yards and a touchdown. Averaging six point six yards for per touch uh, per, six point six yards per carry. There we go. I'm trying to find the words. But in the receiving, you had Austin Hooper with two receptions, 42 yards, and um, Jarvis Durant Landry with five receptions, 37 yards, and you had one interception by John Johnston. Johnson. Johnson. Imagine having that name, John Johnson. <laughs> but yeah, he had, he had an interception, and uh, to lead the team in uh, tackles, you had Anthony Walker with. 10 total tackles. So, and you had Miles Garrett with one and a half sacks. And, um, that's pretty much all she wrote for this game. Uh, Eric, what's your thoughts on this game? Honestly, you know, it wasn't that entertaining as we all know about it. But what are your thoughts about this this game?
1: You know, to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, be very blunt. Yeah, I'm going to be very blunt. This game is just. It's sad to say, but I just feel like it's just not even worth talking about. To be honest with you, like, <laughs> no offense, the the Denver Nuggets, not the Denver Nuggets. I'm thinking basketball. Whoa! The, the, Whoa, I'm thinking basketball. I'm so sorry, sorry. The Denver Broncos, my fault, my fault. The Denver Nuggets are a lot, a lot, are a much better, better sports team than the, than the Denver Broncos. But mm-hmm. the Denver Broncos, they're three and four in their last place in their in their um division now, and the Browns are four and three in their third place in their division. So like realistically. I'm not very interested in talking about this game. And plus, on top of it all, um, there's nothing really to talk about because the Broncos lost and they had Teddy Bridgewater and the Cleveland Browns had a backup quarterback and they still beat the Broncos. So, like, it's – like, there's nothing really much to talk about. The Broncos are frauds. Like, we called in, like, week three. You know, we said that, like, week three, we're like, Broncos are not really 3-0, you know. But um, other than that, yeah, it's pretty much it. Nothing to really take from this game. You know, Eric, I got to give you credit because
0: you always call the the fraudulent teams, and um, in the back in the basketball season last season, it was um, the Utah Jazz. You called them fraudulent, and they they kept the, the first place uh, lead, and but they did not make it to the final. So technically, I will count that as being fraudulent because they did not technically make it all the way. But um, and, now you, and now you counted uh, Denver Broncos fraudulent, so and they've proven to be so. I got to give you credit for that. But real quick, to wrap this whole game up real quick, there's only one person that caught my eye, and that was the Ernest Johnson. He literally yeah. just got brought up from the practice squad for the Browns, the running back, and he had 22 carries for 146 yards and a touchdown. So I just want to shout out to him. Awesome game, especially I think he's a rookie as well. So just that oh. impactful game. So to, for him to use basically him by himself in this game, honestly, that's basically how it was. But shout out to him and the Broncos for getting
1: the dub. No, most definitely, I agree with that. Like that's he did have a great game. I should, yeah, I should have him props. But at the end of the day, I was, I was looking at the score. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I was looking yeah. at the the people that are playing. I was like, this is not interesting at all, to be honest. With you. <laughs> no, it and really wasn't. So, but I would say this much: I be the better. You said that. Like I call out the, um, the fraudulent teams. I'm gonna say this from now. Okay, I've been saying it, right? But now I'm gonna compare them to somebody else: the Arizona Cardinals this year. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Are the Utah Jazz of last year? Watch. So what are you saying? Stay in first place. If he wants to play all state. You're not going to make it far. Exactly. Hmm. They're gonna they're gonna crumble. Uh, they're not they're not going they're not going all the way. They're not going all the way. I'm telling you that right now. But either way, without further ado, let's get away from this boring game. I'm sorry. Let's mm-hmm. get away from it, man. No, you're let's right, David. Do you mind if I if I give if I go to next, go on to your prediction? Let's do it.
2: All right. Well, ladies
1: and gentlemen, the next game we were, we we're going to talk about is, I think, you know, the score line doesn't say that it's interesting, but honestly, I believe the game was interesting as a whole. Um, and it was the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tennessee Titans, right? Hmm. And in this game, David had predictions saying that the Kansas City Chiefs would beat the Tennessee Titans 35-28, to you know? David unfortunately I cannot give you that because the Kansas City Chiefs got destroyed by the Tennessee Titans 27 to three 27 to three this Tennessee Titans team held this Kansas City Chiefs team that's supposed to have a great offense to three points mm-hmm. oh that 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 in my opinion that speaks volumes I mean, Maybe they had a couple of pop stars on their team since they're from Tennessee, but I'm not sure. What'd you call That's a little inside joke, maybe that doesn't know. But mm. either way, um, you also said that Derrick Henry would have at least one rushing touchdown. And shockingly, Derrick Henry did not have a rushing touchdown. Right, so we great! Not, we cannot give you a points for that, my guy. And you said that Patrick Mahomes would have one or more interceptions. And, in fact, Patrick Mahomes did not fail you. And he threw one interception.
2: Thank
1: you, Patrick. So, you do come out with one point out of that. So, you increase your lead back up to four. Being Then the score goes back to 29 to 25. So, how do you feel about the score right now, to be
2: honest with you? Um, First, before we go into the game. I'm kind
0: of disappointed that... Like you know, I didn't get more points out of that one, but you know, Derrick Henry couldn't get that that touchdown for me. But
1: you know, we'll see we'll, we'll see what other touchdown he got in this game. Well, there it is, right there. To be honest with you, and you, you, it's weird because it's weird that you say that because you know he didn't get a rushing touchdown, but mm-hmm. everyone will understand what we're about to say right here. But um, I'm gonna go over the Kansas City Chiefs stats first, right? So, going start off, we have Patrick Mahomes um, throwing 20 for 35, 206 yards and one interception, no touchdowns. Unfortunately, he couldn't finish the game because um, he did get injured. So, they had the backup quarterback come in after that, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, And in the Kansas City rushing department, the leading rusher was Patrick Mahomes. That's a little bit scary for Kansas City, not going to lie. He had 35 yards as a whole. But going to the receiving end, the leading receiving, the leading receiver in yards was Byron Pring, Pringle. I, I'm saying that Pringle. Wrong. Pringle, right? Pringle. Pringle. you're right. Are you serious, Brian?
2: Yeah.
1: Pring- All right, Byron Pringle with 73 yards, five, five receptions, six targets, and no touchdowns. And after that, to be honest, it's just a little bit lackluster. You had Travis Kelsey with 65 yards, Tyreek Hill with 49 yards. They just all they just got clamped. That's really that's really what it was. They just got clamped down. Um, and going to the fumbles, you had Patrick Mahomes who fumbled twice, and then you had um, Hardman who fumbled twice, or who, f- who fumbled once as well. Um, and going to the defensive stats, leading the leading the team in tackles, you had Nick Bolton with 15 total tackles, and he had four tackles for for a loss and nine total tackles. So not a bad game for him. You had um, Ben Neiman with one sack and. You get William Gay with one interception at most. I mean, not William, Willie Gay. Sorry, my, my apologies, my apologies. But other than that, that's pretty much it on the Kansas City side. But let's get into the winning team, the Tennessee Titans. Here we go. So, Ryan Tannehill, the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans, went 21 for 27, 270 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Not a bad game. Um, not a bad game for Ryan Tannehill. But on the other hand, you had Derek Henry, Go one for one with a five yard throwing <laughs> or passing touchdown. Derrick Henry, yes, the running back for the Tennessee threw a passing touchdown, ladies and gentlemen. You heard that correctly right there. Um insane stuff, honestly. And going into rushing yards, leading the team in rushing, you could you could assume that Derrick Henry was the one to lead the team with eighty-six yards um as a whole. Going to receiving yards though. AJ Brown putting on a show with 133 yards and one touchdown, eight receptions and nine targets as a to- um, in total. Amazing game for him. Also, McCole um, M- Pruitt had one touchdown as well. Um, going And then we go into the defensive stats for Tennessee Titans. You had three people leading the team in, rush- in rushing. And d- yeah, David Lauren Jr. with eight tackles, Elijah Molden with eight tackles. And then you had Dan. Oh my goodness. Cruikshank? How do you pronounce that? You, do you see that Dave David? Cruikshank. What is yeah. that? I don't know. Oh my oh my gosh. Insane name, but still, um, he had eight tackle total tackles as well. And you had uh, um then then key the, the keynote. I don't even know how to pronounce that. i would be so honest. These names are, these names are extravagant. I'm not going to lie. But his last name is Autry, and he had two sacks, two tackles for a loss, and four QB hits. Great game for him. Then you had Harold Landry the third with one sack as well. Um, Overall, amazing defensive game for this Tennessee Titans team. Then you had Rashawn Evans with one interception as well. And that is pretty much it on the Tennessee Titans end of things. And, David, I'm very excited to ask you, what do you think about this game, man? What do you take away from this?
0: I'm just going to say I was incredibly shocked, just like I think many others were as well. Not the fact that the Tennessee Titans were a good enough team to beat the Chiefs. I thought they were, they were a good enough team, but just, just that they dominated the Kansas City Chiefs. Didn't give them time to breathe. Didn't give them time to breathe. They had no offensive prowess. prowess. They have no offensive groove on the Kansas City Chiefs that night. Patrick Mahomes threw for only 206 yards and interception. Patrick Mahomes is almost. I th- I think he's leading the league in interceptions. Don't quote me on he that. Is. I think the. Oh, thank thank you. I, he is leading the team in the league in interceptions. So he's just not having a great great season that we expected him last year. But it's it showed in this game that the Tennessee Titans are looking like a very good team. First, they knocked off the Buffalo Bills uh, at home last week on uh, Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, and then this week they beat the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. At home as well, but they didn't just beat them; they they whipped them, they spanked them, twenty seven to three. <laughs> there's, there's no other words to put that. When you lose twenty seven to three, this is worse than the Jets lose. This is like Tennessee Titans versus the Jets. But when you look at the score, but but other than that, enough being said about the 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 Chiefs. The Chiefs just have the defense is not good. They're one of the last. They're one. Of the, they're one of the worst defenses in all NFL And yards allowed and passing touchdown any 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 category they're one of the worst in the nfl the defense has to improve a lot and you see you didn't see playmakers like tyree kill and travis kelsey produce 100 plus yards that they're used to producing and that was only because patrick mahomes is getting pressured and um his offensive line was lacking him in the end but also patrick mahomes made some uh not good throws if that makes any sense didn't make some good throws yeah. overall affected his um Uh, getting an interception and all that stuff, his completion percentage as well. But it was just a poor performance from the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, it just goes to prove where the season's at. They're 3-4 at the moment. And it's just been very disappointing. And they're not even going to – they're not even talked about in my category as going to the playoffs. Everyone's talking about, oh, they're going to win the championship? They're going to win the Super Bowl? I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. And that's really hard to say because I've never had to say that in all my – all my couple of years of watching football, you know, not a couple of years, but all my many years of watching Patrick Mahomes and football, it's like I never thought I had to say, Kansas City Chiefs are not going to make the fo- uh, the playoffs, but looks like they're not going to make it. But enough with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm disappointed in them. But the Tennessee Titans, are we looking at them a little bit differently now? I know I am. I know I'm looking at them a little differently. You know, Brian Tannehill, he can throw. He throw pretty good. He throws good enough for the Tennessee Titans to win because you got to rely on Derrick Henry. You got to worry about him. But real quick about the MVP race. You know how I said Derrick Henry deserves to win MVP? Yes. uh, And sometimes they give it – most of the time they give it to the quarterback, the MVP. You know what Mm -hmm. Derrick Henry said? He's like, you know what? (laughs) Now you should consider me for MVP because, guess what, I can throw the ball too. And he threw it for five yards and a touchdown. So this man can do it all. In this game, he had a touchdown throwing. He had 86 yards rushing, and he had 16 yards receiving. So this guy can do it all. And he's just a superstar, elite, elite talent, and I'm just impressed, man. He's impressing me, and I know many others every single week with his flawless
1: abilities. I I I couldn't agree anymore in that case. Um, I love how you I love how you related, and you were like Derrick Henry was like, I can throw a football too, so give me MVP. I love yeah. that. <laughs> but um, I will say this much: I I just the Kennedy achievement Chiefs, man. When you look at the division, right? It's like you have you have do you have the Rams, and and that alone, that alone is just a diff, difficult as it is. And they're not even first in the division right now. It's the Raiders. That's Whew. the scary part. So it's like, wow. You look at Kansas City, and right now the Raiders are rolling, right? They have a pretty good team, as we all know, and. And then you have the Rams, who are basically – I feel like we can easily say that are guaranteed a playoff spot, whether they're first or second, they're getting into the playoffs. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you look at it, the Raiders are 5-2, and two, Rams are 4-2, and two, and then the Kansas City Chiefs are 3-4. and 3-4. and four. I can see the Raiders losing a couple more games, but the thing is – the real thing is, can the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs win more games? Because they're struggling against good teams right now. It's like – it's at least – at least make it close. That's another thing. They got blown out. Blown mm-hmm. out by this team. Not even not even close. And another scary thing, right? This defense got destroyed. Or well, we've seen defense get we've seen defense get even more more defenses get torn apart even worse. But we know that this defense is bad. But the fact that Derrick Henry didn't even have a touchdown and now over a hundred yards and they give twenty seven points as a whole, I think is also is, is a little bit like it makes you turn your head the other way. It's like, what's going on here? Because this team is Derrick Henry. Every single other team, three touchdowns, 100 hundred plus yards. Two touchdowns, hundred plus yards. This game, he barely does anything, and and they, and they and they still have twenty seven points as a whole, and they clamp them entirely. So I'm a little bit worried for the Chiefs. To be honest with you, I do agree with you. Like right now, right now at this point in the season, if the Kansas City Chiefs can't can't get a winning record, and we're like we're what well, we're going to Week Eight, right? Yeah, we're basically halfway through already. Almost. So, we're almost we're almost halfway through, and they have a losing record right now. They're not above five hundred, so some things to be very concerned about. Things to be very concerned about for the Chiefs. And um, also, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about the injury now, Patrick Mahomes? Uh,
0: I, I, I heard I, I heard he got like he got monitored for a concussion, but he's all cleared. So I think he should be back on, on next week.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't, I, so. I didn't get to hear that part then.
0: No, I, I recently heard it like I think an hour or two hours ago, so okay. I think he should be back. But it's not that concerning, you know. Obviously, because he's gonna most likely come back, but it doesn't add. It doesn't add well. I'll just say that it doesn't it doesn't help what they're at right now. But, and
1: most definitely, man, most definitely, and honestly, it's just and like I said before. It's just it's just it's weird to see the Chiefs get beat this badly. I don't Mm -hmm. think we've seen the Chiefs get beat this badly in a long time, you know? Yeah. It's like almost exposing them. It's kind of weird. It's it's so weird. You know, even though it's weird for this happening, I
0: think it's, it's so good for football, though. Yeah. Football fans, just the football as a whole, as a sport. Because then you see Tennessee Titans popping off, beating Patrick Mahomes, former MVP, and former Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. It's like the game is evolving. People are understanding the way Patrick Mahomes plays. And yeah. it's just it's
1: just making it a whole lot better football. I agree. I agree, man. We're in for it. You know, I could honestly say, you know, it's also amazing. In the beginning of the season, remember when everyone was like, it's going to be – it might be Buccaneers, Chiefs again, like a repeat and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. I think I could safely say that none of those – both of those teams are not safe. The Buccaneers, yeah, playoff Brady is a different beast. But, like, <laughs> I can definitely say the Chiefs are not safe to make a bad Super Bowl, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. But um, that's pretty much it. Do you have anything else you want to say on that game before we move on? No, that's it. MVP uh Henry, that's all I'm going to say. MVP I Henry. Mean, actually, let me not. Let me not even today. Let me not even today. Yeah, Nobody yeah. Yeah. Stop.
2: yeah, watch it. Wait, all
1: right, watch maybe it. Audio stop, stop, stop. <laughs> maybe audio stop, please. Save me. Save me. <laughs> not yet, bro. Please, just not yet. Uh,
2: <laughs> my heart isn't ready.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs>
2: What's it called?
1: Let's go. We have an audio message from 10886, man. Can we play that really quick first? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right.
4: Let's go ahead and go into it. Oh my God. What's up, boys? What's up, boys? To take well, over. Listen, Chiefs, I'm willing, I'm ready and willing to put a fork in them. To be honest, whoa. unfortunately, that's uh, that's sometimes that's how football goes. You know, you can be great one year, and then next year you're, you know you're struggling. I uh, can't say the same for Tampa Bay. However, I'm ready for Tampa Bay to fall off very quickly. But, uh, you know, that's the way it is. But well, Yo, what about those Jets, dude? Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no, no. No, no,
0: no. No, no, no. We're not going to break up the Jets. No, we're I don't even want to
1: talk crazy. about the Jets. The,
0: the Jets are irrelevant in, in the NFL right now. Like, let's be honest. Zach Wilson has a, a PCL sprain. Uh, he's out for two to four weeks. Like, this what is even disaster. is that? PCL <laughs> is it? uh, it's like right. It's right next to the ACL.
2: Oh
1: my gosh! You can't, yeah. yo,
0: what? I I've never heard that before. PCL? I actually didn't either. I looked it up, and it's like, well, PCL is right, literally right next to
1: the ACL. Hey man. Well, really quick, you know, Wait, I'm but- not even gonna. Ladies and gentlemen, there's reasons I'm not going at the Jets right now. And, and yeah, yep.
2: there's reasons you to play I don't
1: know right. But what's it called? I will say this, much, you know, I'm going to say this. It hopefully makes David a little bit happy. But like, you know, I think the Jets, you know, they they not win the next game or something. We'll find something. They'll, <laughs> Eric, they'll Eric, figure something you're out. You're <laughs> kind, Eric.
0: You're too kind. You're too
1: kind. Oh, God. Uh, oh, what's but, it I'm... called? Really quick, really quick, before you go into the next game, for the yeah. for the sake of the fact that I kind of just like want to like look into this, and also for the fact to like stall a little bit before you just ruin my <laughs> ruin my dreams. But yeah, go um, ahead. what's it called? The Kansas City Chiefs. You know, we were talking about basically how like we don't know if they make playoffs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I honestly, being the fact that they're playing like they are right now, do you mind just can we just run through the rest of their schedule and like do like that win loss thing that we usually do? Yeah, is it gonna take two hours though? Um, you know, maybe I might stumble on my words, so you never I got, know. I, I got,
0: I got one game I really want to
1: talk about. So yeah, let's do it. I uh, know. I'll be quick. I'm not. I'm not gonna have to wait. No, but no, um,
2: no.
1: the next game is against the Giants, and if I'm being honest, I is it sad that I can generally see them losing that game? Mm-hmm. That's I can't sad. Guess. Giants defense is actually not that bad. And oh my god, if they lose to the Giants, i no offense, but like they're down bad. The Chiefs.
5: They they got Saquon coming back.
0: Saquon's coming back, most likely. So.
1: Oh my gosh! Do you are we so like? What do you think though?
0: Uh, I think I don't want to rule out the Chiefs because you know Patrick Mahomes against the Giants, like come on. But Mm -hmm. I will say, Giants have a very good shot of winning.
1: But we gotta give them a winner or a loss, right here. We gotta give them Uh, a loss. A Loss. loss. All right, we'll go. Wow, we're gonna say loss to the Giants. So that's three and five. The Packers is a definite L. They're not beating the Packers. Mm, that's an L. That That's three and six. Then they got the Cowboys. Oh, my. Uh, that should be an L, too. Uh, that's another. That's three and seven. The Broncos, that's a W. Mm. So, that's that's four and seven. Then we got the Raiders. Mm. I was saying L, too. Raiders are actually
0: the, popping off right
1: now. That's four and eight. Then we have the Chargers. Mm, L. Dude, four and nine. The, then you have the Steelers. That's really dub. That's five and nine. Then you have the Bengals and then the Broncos. Bengals, that lost because Bengals are actually good. And the Broncos again. Broncos dub. They end five. Wait, that doesn't add up. No. <laughs> I said four and nine. I just said they end five and ten. <laughs> no, no, no. Then they'd be four. They'd be four and ten. Wait a minute. Ah, regardless. You get the you get the point. You get Losing the point. record, yeah, they're in trouble. They are in trouble this season. Why wow, it's crazy to think about, but that's all I wanted to do really quick, just to go through the chief schedule. But um, mm-hmm. I'll sadly hand this over to you now.
0: Yeah, you know, Eric, I gotta say the best for last. So you know, before we go over, what oh, guys, yes! okay. I gotta go over his other prediction that he that he uh, that he picked. And it was the Bucks versus the Chicago Bears, and oh, um. No.
1: Oh, my God, and, uh, no. Eric no.
0: said that the Chicago Bears are going to no! be t- Tampa uh, Bay and Tom Brady by a score of 24-21. <laughs> to 21. And, oh, my God, was this worse than the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs blowout. The bu- the Bucks blew out the Chicago Bears 38-3. to 3. So I cannot give you a point for the team or the <laughs> sport. And you also said Justin Fields is going to have 50-plus yards rushing, and he only had 38 yards, so I cannot give you a nice. for that. And you also said that Tom Brady was going to throw at least one interception, and he threw no interceptions and four touchdowns. So I cannot give you a point. You go oh for four, which brings your score to uh, Sorry, twenty-five.
1: I'm so happy!
0: Yay! (laughs) So so excited. But uh, real quick, let's get into your boy Justin Fields, Eric, and um, he didn't have a good game. Let's just face it. This is like Zach Wilson vibes, but um, he's worse. 22 for 32 184 yards no touchdowns three interceptions oh gosh he's Ooh. trash i'm sorry he's really trash like he's like <laughs> garbage <I can't laughs> in the in the rush you had Cahill Herbert with the uh, 18 carries 100 yards and Justin Fields eight carries 38 yards in the receiving had Colt Clement with five receptions 43 yards Darnell Mooney two receptions 39 yards and basically it was a quiet night I would hate to be a receiver on this team because you know the ball is most likely, if it's coming to you, you're getting like two yards. Like, you're not guaranteed. <laughs> <big guarded. laughs> but not only did Justin Fields throw three interceptions, he fumbled the ball three times and lost it twice. So, oh you had Sam Mustafer with one fumble, Alec Alec Olvertree with one forced fumble, and DeAndre Houston Carl- Carson with one recovery. And, uh... After yet, you had Rokhan Smith with eight total tackles, one tackle for a loss, and uh, no sacks by this defense. I'm not going to say I'm surprised because the offensive line of Tom Brady is really good in the Bucks. But other than that, just a poor game for your boy Justin Fields, and it's just disappointing to watch. But not disappointing if you're a Tampa Bay fan. I'm going to say this. Because you know what, Tom Brady, he went 20 for 36, 211 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. And you know what? They're winning by so much that they decided to throw in the back of Blaine Gabbard. He went two for three, 15 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. And in rushing, you had Leonard Fournette with 81 yards and one touchdown with 15 carries. And you had Ronald Jones, with, Ronald Jones Jr. with 10 carries for 63 yards. And in the receiving, you had Chris Godwin leading the team with eight receptions and 111 yards and a touchdown. But you also have this guy called Mike Evans, the red zone threat with six receptions, 76 yards, and three touchdowns. They were impeccable in the red zone with Mike Evans, with throwing the ball to Mike Evans. But in the fumble department, we got Shaquille Barrett forcing a fumble and, and fumbling the ball as well. And you had Ronald Jones fumbling the ball and losing it. And you had Jason Pierre-Paul forcing a fumble. You had Vita Vey, Vita Vey with the recovery. And you had Anton Winfield Jr. Uh, with one forced fumble as well. So a lot of turnovers in this game, as you know. But in the interceptions department, you had Pierre Desaire with the one interception, Jordan Whitehead with the interception, and D. Delaney with one interception as well. But um, and you had Devin White leading the team with eight total tackles and one tackle for a loss. Jason JPP, Jason Pierre Paul had two sacks and one tackle for a loss, and uh, that's pretty much all she wrote for this game. It was pretty much over once they started started the game. But um, Eric, before I toss this over to you. I just want to remind everyone what, what what was said on last episode on Thursday. Why? Why? And if you missed it, go check it out on Spotify Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Because, you know, I remember you and uh, Mr. Motivations to like, don't sleep on the Bears. Tom Brady can't beat the Bears defense. And um, I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. And guess what happened? Don't sleep on Tom Brady. Don't sleep on Tom Brady. That's all I'm gonna
2: oh say. That's all I'm gonna say. But no one is sleeping.
0: Eric, Eric, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I feel, I'm filled with gratitude today, but, <laughs> but oh, uh, we still got another game to go over with you, but before we go over any other games, I want your analysis on this game, what are your thoughts, how do the Buccaneers mm-hmm. play, are you concerned about Justin Fields, Morty, what, what are you thinking?
1: Can guy you know what my analysis is, can we just move on to basketball, can we just No, move no, 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 yeah, no, 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 we gotta do this. This week for sports was dreadful for me, bro. I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well, first of all, this the Chicago Bears after this L, bro, just 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 sell the organization, just give it somebody give it to somebody else. <laughs> Brady, give it to Tom Brady, bro. This is terrible. This, <laughs> thirty-three to eight. I mean, th- no, thirty-three to three. I, I'm trying to even help you guys. Thirty-eight I'm messing up the freaking score. Jeez. 33 to 38. Why is he saying 33? 38. 36 to, 30 to 3, bro. 38 to 3. Y'all couldn't even score a touchdown. That's awful, bro. Absolutely awful. They are three. And to think that this Bears team has the same record as the, the Tennessee Chiefs. Oh,
0: my oh, goodness. I'm surprised the Bears even have three wins. I don't know where they got them from.
1: Those are fraud yeah. wins. It, they were fraudulent wins. Oh my gosh! But I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna talk about the Buccaneers because honestly, like, yeah, they won. We expected them to win. I mean, technically, by my prediction, I, I didn't expect them to win, but like realistically, mm-hmm. I did. The only reason I, I for anyone doesn't know to just clarify the only reason I picked the Chicago Bears is because I was rooting for them to to like win, but like realistically, they weren't going to. But at the end of the day, um, I'm just gonna go straight into Chicago Bears first. First of all. I know you're versus Tom Brady and the Buccaneers have a great offense, but 38 points. Oh, my gosh. You have to put up a fight. They put 20 – they 21 skunked them by the first quarter. Like, (laughs) like, what do you – did you come out there just to stand around? Like, I don't understand. (laughs) You guys are professional – at the end of the day, you're professional athletes. Like, This is is terrible. 21 skunk by the first quarter. Oh, my goodness. But regardless, man. Um, looking at Justin Fields, like, he's the big guy out of this game, to be honest. And this dude took Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones and combined them and said, I'm going to one-up them both. And said, I'm going to get a million turnovers this game. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> he, had a, he had a quarterback rating of 1.9. Never seen that oh, before in my life. Oh, God, that's
0: the
1: worst. <laughs> that's, that has to be the worst quarterback performance of all time, literally. Oh. That has to be the worst quarterback performance of literally all time. It's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> But let me just say this. Honestly, I, I can't tell as of right now if it's the Chicago Bears or if it's Justin Fields. That's that's my opinion. Because I've heard in the past, like, the Chicago Bears are not playing him correctly, this and this mm-hmm. and that, and that they actually do have a good quarterback, but they just don't know how to use him, right? Yeah. So, in, in my opinion, at this point, the Chicago Bears are already written off, like, as – as like. A terrible team. You know what I mean? So they're not, <laughs> yeah. they're not, they're clearly not making playoffs this season. It's going to be Minnesota and Green Bay, right? Or Green Bay, and then like if Minnesota can make it through the wild card. But I'm, but overall, I uh, after, I feel like this season, like Justin Fields already, it's kind of like Zach Wilson in a sense. We can't really look at these guys, right? In my, mm-hmm. in my opinion, like just let it go. Cause realistic, like the rookies, I'm just already moving on the next season to see what they can do. Zach Wilson's situation is a little bit different. I feel as if because the jet there's times that we see a little bit sparks of like good, you know? Like yeah. like glim, glimmers of hope, I guess you could say. Yeah. But in this case, for, for Justin Fields, I mean there is a little bit of sparks, but there's more L's than sparks, if you will, you know? Mm-hmm. And overall, I don't I wanna be able to see a like what the the Chicago Bears are gonna do within next year to see if it still goes on. And if it still goes on. They need to make a a quick adjustment. And it's clear, it's clear as day that they made the wrong decision in starting Justin Fields. And I hate to say that because I'm a Justin Mm -hmm. Fields fan. But they need Andy Dalton to start now. Chicago Bears fans, you messed up. By by rooting Andy Dalton off that field, you messed up because you you probably want to throw Justin Fields off that field now. (laughs) Justin Fields off the field. But regardless, that's my – You know – that's a great point. And I was
0: just going to bring that up is that in the beginning of the season, remember, I don't know if you remember what I said, but I said keep I, I think you agree with me too. You said keep Andy Dalton in there. We know we want Justin Fields in there. We know we want the rookie to start. But however you need that veteran a veteran quarterback to lead your core the lead your rookie quarterback in success for the future.
1: Exactly. Now,
0: Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Bears, is not helping Justin Fields in the play calling as well and the offensive line of the Chicago Bears is not helping Justin Fields as well. We can all agree They don't exist. They don't yeah, exist. It's, it's yeah, it's him playing by himself. But in order I can't that's why I'm not putting the blame on Justin Fields. I'm not blaming him. It's only his first year rookie year and he doesn't have the best best structure around him in a sense. Head coach doesn't call the right plays, no offensive line. You, you know where I'm getting at, but mm-hmm. But um so I can't I can't judge Justin Fields but Ugh, just this is just disappointing, man. It's it's really, it's really weird. Like, imagine if you had Andy Dalton in these games. Andy Dalton against the Buccaneers would not be making throws that Justin Fields was making. Justin Fields was making exactly as, as a rookie. You tend to get the ball out of your hands as soon as possible. You don't like you do not like to get sacked as a rookie, so you try to scramble around the pocket, trying to look for the spectacular play in a sense when you can go for the five yard play the 10 yard play instead of going for the 20 yard, 30 yard play, that's what the rookies make a mistake all the time. And Justin Field made multiple multiple, multiple mistakes on this occasion in this game. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no offense, but their defensive secondary is not that good. They got exactly Sherman out, they got tremendous amount of injuries on the Buccaneers team, and they threw three picks and had three fumbles. It's just like, it's like some of it. I'm not gonna say it wasn't Justin Fields' fault. Some of it was his careless throws from him, but when you look at it as a whole, Chicago Bears. I think you guys start Andy Dalton, let Justin Fields rest this year, and see what happens.
1: See, and you know what's the sad part about this? None of that had to happen. Cause I remember when we first talked about this. I think we both were agreeing. In fact, like Justin Fields doesn't. I mean, Andy Dalton doesn't doesn't have to play every single snap. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in certain situations, you guys. No offense to the Bears, but they were never gonna be a ama- an amazing team this season. They were never oh, yeah. they were gonna be decent. They weren't good, but they weren't gonna be great. They would have a couple wins at most, right? Yep. But, but now, but and and what we agreed on was like basically give Justin Fields a couple snaps. That's all we wanted to do. Have just have Andy Dalton start, but give Justin Fields a couple snaps. Now you take Andy Dalton out as a whole. And it's like it's like burning in front of you. It's like literally everything is burning down. The offense, defense, <laughs> nothing is working. It's to a point where it's like you guys have to sit down in whatever, whatever, like what, like film room or locker room, wherever you guys go within your training facility, and just talk, like, and be like, "What is going on? What is the issue?" Talk with your staff. Do something about this, because this is this is awful. This is awful, bro. Mm-hmm. Absolutely disgusting. Thirty-eight to three. Eric, don't <laughs> mind.
0: Real quick, quick question before we go on to these audio messages. Yeah. Will Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Bears, be fired at the end of the season? Yes or no?
1: Oh my gosh! It's honestly, I know like we're almost halfway through the season, but I still think it's too early to call. Because hmm. I how many how many games Justin Fields started? Maybe out of the seven games that they played five. Maybe like five, five right? Five, four, five, or, like that. five or six, I would say, mm-hmm. a- around that area, right? Yeah. Or five or four, technically. But regardless, and, and ever since then, we've heard the situations like Matt Nagy's not playing Justin Fields, right. Matt Nagy's not playing Justin Fields, right? He has 10 more games to fix this, right? And again, it's not too much because we don't expect you to be a good team. Okay? we just met, expect you to be like mediocre at most, right? So again, we could we could fix this, but the thing is, it can't be thirty-eight to three. At least make it like a, a two game a two game touchdown a, a two touchdown game. You know what I mean? Or three touchdown games, still blowout, but nothing crazy. This is crazy. Three points, a field goal? Like no, nah. that. If it continues to be happening like this, he will get fired. But if he fixes it just a little bit, I'm just and, and it's the littlest of things, right? It's not that much. It's a little bit, littlest of things. Then he'll be. I think they'll keep him. I think they'll they'll, they'll ride with him until the next year. All right.
0: I think, in my personal opinion, I think he should be out of there, like he, right now. I think he should. He had. Oh, you years. mean like fire him right now? Not right now, but you know what I mean, like as soon as possible. I just think he had too many years. With Mitchell Trubisky, we saw the same thing with him. And uh, I think you can only – there's only so many strikes you're allowed to give up. In baseball, is only so three true.
1: I so. didn't even think about that. I didn't even mm-hmm. think about Trubisky. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. But I will Always. say, there's one person who's smiling
0: on the sideline. You know who his name is? Andy Dolly. <laughs> Andy Dolly, man. He's having a great time watching Justin Fields' early dinner sessions.
1: But, hey, man, let's go ahead and dive into these audio messages, yeah? Let's do it. So, um, the next one messages messages are from our boy. remember Nice, bro? Oh, oh right yeah, man. Building. What's up? What's up, my guy? Shout out to you, and here's your audio messages.
6: Here we go. Hey, David. What's going on? Hey, Eric. How What's you up? doing? Good, good. Just wanted to come through and show you some love. Um, Appreciate you. I know usually I come through and I have a lot more energy and... Yeah, uh, dude, my Lions, man. <laughs> my, my Lions. Oh,
4: he's a Lions fan. <sighs> oh, no.
6: I don't even know what to do with this shit anymore. Like, uh... I, but yesterday, <laughs> I actually felt a new emotion pride in my Boy. team. Uh... And then they took it away. Yep.
0: Yep. Fuck. Man, I know exactly how you feel. Not to that extent. I'm not 0-7, but, you know, I'm a New York Jets fan, and I'm a New York Giants fan, and we've had continuous amount of years of being disastrous. So i definitely been where you are, man. It's not a great ride, but if you stay with them, hopefully there's some upside. But that last game against the Rams, they didn't play that bad. I mean, Jared Goff, he did throw two interceptions, but I feel like he was, he was better than he was – in the previous games, like, his energy was way up. And I think that was more, again, versing his former team. But at the end of the day, man, Los Angeles Rams, they're just the, raw Los Angeles Rams. You can't expect the Lions, unfortunately, to beat the, the, the Rams. But I don't know. I think Swift, DeAndre Swift, played an awesome game, impressive game. So, like, there's a lot of upside from this game that you can take away from it. But just don't, don't, don't hang your head down that low, man. It gets better. It gets better. Better, I promise. Cause you know why? Cause my New York Giants just
1: won this week. So you know, it always. Oh my gosh! What? what? No, I just, I just. I'm sorry. It's a, it's the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say this much: the Lions are like the weirdest team because like I feel like they'll compete against like the hardest teams, but then they'll go some, against like someone like the Dolphins and like lose, like mm-hmm. significantly too. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, they just, they just, they're so inconsistent, if that makes sense.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: They beat, they want, like,
0: they they had good competition against your Ravens, keeping it close. Uh,
1: Exactly. Like,
0: but then against, like, I don't know who else they were, but against some other team, they, they lose the energy and they fall down to the competition. It's
1: crazy. It's crazy how, like, you could, like, go from one thing to the next, I guess you could say. But overall, man, it is what it is. Um... Let's go ahead and play these next um these next two audio messages, man. Let's go ahead. Let's do it. You, you. They're both from knives, by the way. They're both from knives. Here nice.
6: The views and opinions of knives three one three do not affect or reflect the views and opinions of DE Takeover. Matthew Stafford on site. I'ma slide you, bro. <laughs> like you, you could have gave us that win. Like, like if if I see you in real life, on life, bro, I'm I'm putting you to sleep. <laughs> oh
0: man, That's a, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna say this: Matthew Stafford was also trying to prove something too. So, like, you can't fault him for playing good.
1: He said, "You could have gave us that win." Oh no, I, that when you know he gets to that point where it's like, "Can you just give us a win, man?" Like, please, like, come on. You guys don't need any more wins. Just give us one, you know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, man. Well, Matthew Stafford, be aware. not just on, not just on the lookout. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and play the next audio message. Here we go.
6: David, I appreciate where you're coming from, but, like, you know, you ain't got to do that, bro. Like, with the, oh, <laughs> stay with them and there'll be some upset. I've been a Lions fan for 30 30- Fucking years, <laughs> oh. bro. Like uh, I know what this shit is.
2: Yeah.
6: Alright, like I already know where they're going with this. I know they like you you know the sports analogy, snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. Yeah. Yeah, not the lions. No, no, we snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Like we, we find new and inventive ways to lose. <laughs> you know, uh, actually, not even just the Lions. Just Detroit sports in general. I always say, I always say this: Detroit sports. It's it's sports Xanax, right? You you want to feel nothing? Put on a Detroit sports game. <laughs> he said
2: Detroit if You want to feel
0: nothing? Put on Detroit game.
1: Oh, man, man. Oh, my oh, God. Man. I'm crying. He said it. it's just, uh, it's...
2: Yo, that's oh, just man. straight pain. That's yeah. actually straight
1: pain, bro. I feel
0: that bad, is, man. That is, man. Oh, man. I wish you could say it gets better, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, there's only one way after this is to look up. You're at rock bottom. So, like, nothing can go worse than this. Hopefully not. Like, I mean,
1: they I could know. they they could go 0-17.
0: Ah, uh, why
2: do you got to say it? Hey. You, nah, you got to be real. Why you it? Say? get worse,
1: bro. No. Hey, man. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and play the next audio message. The next one's from Ten Eighty Six. man. Here we go.
4: Oh, Dave. You open up that door. You said the Ravens. Oh, E. <laughs> no, oh, no, Eric. No. no my no, guy. No, I knew no, it was going to no, happen. No. I told you. I told you it was going to happen. You know, it's an unfortunate oh. thing, but it's yes. going to happen. No I would, win. I really wish no. I would have watched that game. I want to see what they did to Stop. get the win. You know, I want like to see how they uh, either contained um, your guy or whatever happened. I would like to see what have happened, but uh, what a tough loss. Sorry, kid. I, I don't know what you're talking, yes, about. Yes, I no what you're talking about. I have no idea
2: Eric, what you're talking Eric, about. I have, right, no you're just, I have
1: no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea. I have no idea.
2: You're in denial right now. You're in denial.
1: I don't know your what director. you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no news of any such I I don't know what you guys are talking about. No clue. Nada. Oh
2: Nothing. Nothing. Uh... <laughs> I don't know.
1: Oh, would you look at that. We have another audio message. Wow. Well. Oh, you know, yeah, you know, I will
0: you know, I I will let you slide because you gotta go over my prediction. But then ten eighty six, don't don't worry. I won't let this slide because I got a prediction for Eric. And it is a bad Ravens game, so I
1: will definitely I don't, happily game? go over this game. So. Did we have a bye this week? I'm confused. I'm so no. <laughs> I Ravens mean, game. I mean, you probably <laughs> did have
0: a bye. You guys didn't play. Uh, oh. Oh. Ouch. Okay,
1: this, this, this next one's from Knives. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay.
6: Okay. <laughs> oh, you might think, oh, hey, yo, he's saying this just to get a laugh or two. No, bro. The, hey. two, K Cunningham. Kind of
2: That's true.
6: Like, the... Kay Cunningham. Didn't that just make you sad?
2: <laughs> now, then,
6: now watch a Pistons game. You'll feel nothing.
2: Uh, <laughs> just...
0: Oh
1: man, that's terrible. That's terrible. All yeah. right. Well, unfortunately, it? Is really, man, the Pistons will the Pistons will be back on top one day. They have to be, man. They have to. Especially... You can't be Go ahead, go ahead. I said you can't be down that long. Like, there's got to be some time you're like, okay, we're back up. You at know? least, like, even if you don't win a championship, at least you come back for a little bit, you know? Like, at least you're a top team. You can enjoy wins, you know? But yeah. other than that, we do have another audio message from Nye, so let's go ahead and play that one. Here we go.
6: Hey, why Eric keeps saying, like, he don't know what we talking about. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, I I, I think maybe it was a Ravens game. I was too busy watching the Lions be trash. <laughs> All right, like no, don't focus on that. Don't focus on the positives. Focus on the negatives, okay? Like, no matter what happened in that game, they weren't as trash as the Lions. All right, like these niggas had the lead for three and a half quarters, and then Stafford was like, "Oh, here's two touchdowns for your, ass. You, oh, oh." Uh, okay, you know what? I'm going to watch a Red Wings game so I can bring myself back from, like, feeling angry to feeling nothing.
2: Yeah.
6: Detroit yeah. sports. It's Sports Xanax.
1: Oh, my God. I'm
2: crying. Oh, that's great.
1: That's great. <laughs>
0: but
2: oh. but um, uh, that's amazing.
1: That's mm-hmm. actually amazing. He literally said Matthew Stafford was like, no, nah, get too touched. That's freaking. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, hey, man, if you want to focus on the Detroit Lions game, I don't mind at all. You know, I feel like – honestly, I really feel like, David, I feel like that, like, that should be my prediction. No, right? no, no, no. You no, know, no, I think no, that no, we no. should just not, like, go over the next.
0: You know, but you know, usually I'm a really nice guy. You know, I don't like confrontation and all that stuff. But you know what? You know, you've been bashing my New York teams a lot. I, I don't lot know what you're talking understand. about. I have no idea. And, There's no proof. And, you know, There's I, no I You know, since we're talking about New York teams, I think you have a prediction for my game, and it was involving the New York Giants, correct?
1: Um. Yeah, if oh I stand wow! Another audio message. Oh my god! Oh, it's wild. You can't hide it. You can't. Let's hide go it. ahead and play the next audio message from Ten Eight Eighty Six. There it is. Here we go. Here we go.
4: <laughs> true. True. No disrespect to knives, but that is so true. But listen. Dave said, it could get worse than that, or it could get better. The Jets. What about the Jets? The Jets are garbage. Knives. You got a way out. The Jets. The Jets. The Jets are worse. Yeah. We have hope now. Detroit has hope. There's the Jets. <laughs> the Jets what? have a win, though. You know, i not The, you, the
0: Jets have a crazy. win. <laughs> yeah, the Jets are 1-6, though. That is true. But... <laughs> But we are no. bad. We are bad. At least like we lose the like we lose the good teams, and we don't keep it close.
5: Oh so my gosh, we, man.
0: Okay,
1: like that. It's just rough out here, man. It's just rough out here, man. But yeah, we man. took another audio. Yo, David, I'm sorry, man. Like I'm not stalling, but the audio is. Just I think in. I think you are stalling. So, you know. No, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure, man. But. <laughs> Hey, man, we're going to the next audio message is Naj. Nice. Here we go. Oh, Naj got two. I love it. Oh,
6: Love it, man. Keep it coming. Here we go. All right, fellas. I got a prediction for your ass, and it's not God. even that far-fetched. The Detroit Lions will go down in NFL history. Oh, they will go down in NFL history as the first team to go both 0-16 and Oh, and 17. So, hooray. I mean, we we do a something to get in the books.
0: There you go. There nah. You go positive, we got a record.
1: No. <laughs> no, nah, I do not want to get the books known as that, bro. I'm sorry. Nah, That's no. not it,
0: man. David said, there you go. Nah. <laughs> you got to look at the positive. I don't
1: know. Maybe some positive. How? I don't know. You got to record. You're in the history books for being one of the worst teams ever.
0: Yeah, but no one can ever
1: beat you. There you go. What? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't beat anyone. <laughs> oh my god! Let's go to the next one. Here's knives.
6: Hey, yo! I see y'all like, oh, hey, it could get better, and like, oh, the Jets—they're garbage—and like the Jaguars. Hey, uh, think about the New York Jets right now. Think about the Jaguars right now. Think about the Houston Texans right now. What do they have that Detroit doesn't? A win. A fucking win. (laughs) All right. Like, as trash as those teams are, they can win. (laughs) For some reason, Um, the Detroit Lions can't. So, miss me with this if you get better, bro. I I I actually feel this pain.
1: Like, I can feel it Yeah. The message. Like he's he's not doing well, man. It's bad, yeah. man. Uh, uh, but, uh, well, David, man, look at the go. time, bro. Look at the time. No. I, honestly, I think we should just move on to basketball because, like you know, we at the end
0: at seven. I can't let you slide, man. I can't do it. I can't right. do it. I really well, can't. Well,
1: let's go ahead and go on to your audio now. I, like on side though, I'm gonna do um I'm gonna do your prediction right now. And but I'm not gonna go like deep into the game. I'm just gonna let you like explain um your analysis, okay? All right, sounds good. All right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, David had a, oh my god, I don't want to do this. Oh my god, say it. Say it. Uh, David had a prediction on the Giants and Panthers game, and David predicted that the Giants were going to win twenty-four to twenty, and the Giants won twenty-five to three. What is with these trash oh. teams, bro? Oh! Team. Sorry team. Terrible team, bro. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my God. The Giants blowing. They didn't just beat them. They blew them out. They blew out the Panthers. Oh, then another fraudulent team strikes again. But regardless, man, David also said that Daniel Jones was going to get two or more passing touchdowns. And unfortunately, I can't give that to you because you only had one passing touchdown. And you said Dan. Oh, I said Dan. I always said Dan Arnold. That's what I'm going to say. So, Sam Darnold, well, you said that Sam Darnold would have at least one interception, and he didn't let you down. He threw one pick. So, you get a solid three points at that prediction. whoop de freaking do And you move up to, oh, I can't even do math. Oh, my brain is so scrambled. <laughs> 30, 32. 32 to 25. It's, it's, its becoming It's becoming bad now. But, David, go ahead and give us your analysis.
0: You know, man, I was gonna be humble because you know we got that victory. You know, but I can't be humble because I gotta, I gotta rub it into people's faces, man. Because everyone, Eric was here talking about, Mister Motivations was talking about last episode. They're like, hey, don't don't mess me with that Giants, man. Don't mess don't mess with the Giants. Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. Panthers are gonna beat the Giants. I don't see it. I don't see it. And you know what? Our team is so good that Daniel Jones, our quarterback, made Panthers. Odell Beckham catch. And, uh, oh, you God. know, it was an impressive game. But for real now, for real, it, it was it was a slow game, no offensive game up until, I want to say, end of the third quarter. That's when I started picking it up. And um, after that, it was pretty much a runaway. I got to give 100% credit to this Giants defense. And one guy in particular, Ali- uh, Aziz Ojalari he had two and a half sacks and three Tackles for a loss. He was on fire in this game, and guess what? He's only a rookie defensive r- rookie of the year. We're looking at. He might make it. I think he's a good contender. He's been underrated, and throughout the season, but he's been doing crazy great. And um, man, I gotta give credit to this Giants team. They're absolutely awesome. James Bradbury, Bradbury had the interception, and uh, man, I'm just happy, man. I, I'm, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day for everyone who's disrespecting the Giants. Watch this game. And tell me otherwise because you know what? Next week again, Patrick Mahomes, that's a W. The next game after that W. Next game after that W. After that W, we're on a roll. And guess what? We got Saquon coming back next ge- next week. So you know, we're chilling. We're chilling. I'm happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Congratulations, you're two and five.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Wow. I appreciate it.
1: Freaking. <laughs> Sorry, organization. I hate that. Oh, my gosh. Hey, hey, oh don't my... bash it. Don't nah, bash nah, it. Nah, nah, nah. Congratulations. You're bottom of the freaking. You're in, a, you're in a division that has three teams that are all two and five. Oh, my goodness. But, but one team that's five and one. Yeah. The freaking Cowboys. That's it. The rest of them is right. garbage. I'm
0: right. sorry, We'll get that winning record soon. Like I said, www. It's like I'm typing a website. That's all. That's what it's going to be
1: www. That's what it's gonna be for the Giants coming up. www.helpme.com, help, help bro. Oh my God <laughs> help! Please, <laughs> I can't take this. Oh my God! <laughs> Let's go to audio messages, man. These are both from Knives. Here we go.
6: I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> I came at that a little hard. You know, I'm, I'm doing guided meditation, trying to get myself, get you it. know, to be right. You know make myself the best me. Yep. But like the the lions is my trigger, you know. Yeah. It's uh basically I accept the fact that I have Stockholm syndrome and like I like I'm in love with my captor. So I mean never mind the fact that my captor is trash. <laughs> but shit, I don't I don't know. Like I mean this is what being a ride-or-die fan gets you.
0: Yep. Yep, when you go all-in with your emotions, they, they play they play a game on you. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> but uh, let's finish out. These next two audio messages from Knives, and we got to go over Eric's last final prediction in the NFL. So, Knives, here's your message.
6: Also, I wanted to throw this out there. Uh, Lions quarterback Jarrett Goff – had as many throwing touchdowns this week as fucking Derek Henry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so bad. Uh, I'm not laughing.
2: I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at you. He's laughing. laughing.
1: He's laughing I'm at laughing you. I'm laughing with you. No, no he's not la-
0: no. he's not no. laughing. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but that's that's funny. But so did Daniel Jones, does I makes anything better, but probably doesn't, but Let's play your last audio message, knives, and then we'll go into
6: Eric's prediction. Hey, David, it's gotta be real good to be you right now, bro. Yeah, man. Like, know? because you know, like New York fandom. I mean, like the Giants, where everybody like, yo, they supposed to be trash. They actually pretty solid. Thank uh, you. you got Thank both you. the Nets and the Knicks, Thank who you. are, I mean, like pick either one, and that could be your squad. Yeah, I mean, you. Bro, you got the fucking Yankees who, like, remember when the Yankees had fell off? Not so much. Uh, I mean, yeah, they ain't get to the series, but they got to the playoffs more than my Tigers. And then, like, I got to say this. I'm throwing it out there right now, and I I don't like that I'm doing this, but I got the Islanders winning the cup. Yes. Yes. I I got the Islanders winning the cup. Yes
0: yes 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 that's all i'm gonna say
1: yes i'm like i'm like happy that you said that because i'm an islander's fan too but like at the same time like i'm just numb right now i'm actually just numb <laughs> i'm actually so numb and, oh and the, the
0: reason why ladies and gentlemen hey you might be wondering why is eric so numb it's because we got to go over his last prediction his final prediction of the nfl week and um Eric, ladies and gentlemen, predicted on the Bengals and the Ravens game, his beloved Lamar Jackson in the Ravens. And Eric, ladies and gentlemen, said that the Ravens were going to beat and dominate over the Bengals 28 to, to 10. And I'm sorry, but it was kind of like the other way around. And you had Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals uh, win 41 to 17 against the Baltimore Ravens. So I cannot give you a point for the team or the score. However, you did say that Jamar Chase was going to have one or more, at least at least one or more touchdowns, and that Jamar Chase did not fail. You had one touchdown with 201 yards, eight receptions, impeccable game, and so I give you a point for that. And also, you said that Lamar Jackson was going to throw a passing touchdown, and he just threw one, so I give you uh, I give you a point for that as well. So you finish that off with two out of four points, which brings your total up to 27. So it is, I repeat, 31 to 27. Going into week, was it, week seven? Wow, week seven, week eight, week eight, week eight. 32, 32. 32? 30.
1: 32. You, thir- you have 32 because you had three points in the last one. How? You What's it called? The last your last prediction for the Giants.
0: Yeah, I just got Sam Darnold interception in the, in the team, right? I didn't get the score, right? No,
1: you got Daniel Jones. Wait, no, Daniel oh.
0: two, Yeah, Daniel Jones only got one. Touchdown. Oh, 31. All right, lit. Yeah. So it's 31-27. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to go over much into this game because, you know, Eric's lucky because, you know, the time's running out and we've got to go into the NBA as well. But um, real quick, real quick. Lamar Jackson went 15 for 31, 257 yards and a touchdown. He also led the team in rushing with 88 yards and 12 carries. And uh, you had Marquise Hollywood Brown, five receptions, 80 yards and a touchdown. You had Mark Andrews with a fumble and Marlon Humphrey with a force fumble. Marlon Humphrey also had an interception, so he had a, a productive day. And it's uh, pretty much all she wrote on the Ravens team. But let's look at the Bengals team, who are now currently in first place of their division after beating the Ravens. And Joe Burrow had a spectacular night. He had 23 for 38, 416 yards, three touchdowns, and interception. Joe Mixon had a touchdown to go along with him. So did Peter Ryan with a touchdown as well. But Jamar Chase stole the show last night with eight receptions, 201 yards, and a touchdown. But also, C.J. Azuma with three receptions, 91 yards, two touchdowns. So, Jamar Chase also fumbled the ball. And Akeem Davis-Guyler had a forced fumble as well. But other than that, Sam Hubbard, defensive end, had two and a half sacks. And uh, also, Larry Obenjabi had one and a half sacks as well with two two tackles for a loss. But, man, man, Eric, Eric. Eric, real quick, to answer 1086 a question before, he had a question on this. And uh, he said, what happened with the Ravens because they didn't catch the game? I'll tell you what happened to the Ravens. The Bengals' defensive line was crushing the offensive line of the Ravens and getting to Lamar Jackson so fast. De- Trey Henderson and just was doing an awesome job on the end. You also had players like Sam Hubbard as well getting the two and a half sacks, like I said. They were just pressuring Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson had no time. But, you know, Trey Henderson had a a sack, like I said. They were just putting so much pressure on this offensive line and on Lamar Jackson, which overall affected the play of the game, and they could not produce any offense. But, Eric, what are your thoughts on this game? Because I remember what you said last week. You're like, nah, the Ravens are not going to win. I'm like, Eric, Eric, you're going to feel what it's like to lose against – the Bengals, and you know
2: what?
1: It happened, but enough with me rubbing it in. How do you actually think about this game? Mm, pain. Oh, pain. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro. I don't even know where to start. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I I have nothing to say. I literally have nothing to say. I <laughs> Uh... I, I can't say anything on this. I can't speak on this. I literally can't. I don't know what to say. I don't know that we, we Joe Burrow's our dad. Simple as that. Derek Carr and Joe Burrow co-own the, the Ravens right now, bro. My God. Uh, it was awful. It was so awful. It was the funniest part. It wasn't even that bad going into the fourth. It wasn't. They broke it loose in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. They were like, oh, y'all thought this was close? Nah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh, bro. We were still losing regardless, but, like, it wasn't that bad. I will say this. The Ravens' defense
0: had no answers for the offensive prowess of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase.
1: Nah, the nah. Jam- no, nah. Jamar no Chase had butter on his entire body because we couldn't freaking tackle him. My God, yeah. dude, did anyone see that play where he just dodged yeah. eight eight people? Like they were all there; <laughs> they were falling off. Like, oh, oh, oh. My God, bro, that was his touchdown too. That was freaking yeah, touchdown. that, was, that was, was his one touchdown. the one touchdown that Jamar Chase had. Just he just he just was he just, just, just sliding through every single every single defender. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. I've never nah. Like it's it's different when, like, at least make it close. Like we got spanked, we got spanked. Uh but I tell you this much: I'm, I'm, I'm glad the Bengals are in the division. I am, cause, cause you know what that means, David? What? That means that we see them again. And i i it's I'm, another I'm, dub I'm, for the Bengals. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 But we see them again. I hope you nah, there's no way we get bent over again. No, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way, bro. I cry. I actually cry. Like <laughs> there's no way, bro. But Man, I wanna hear it. Nah, I don't care. Lamar's still MVP. I don't care. What? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Eric Eric, you're in denial right now. I don't, okay. go I, don't I don't care. I don't
0: care. I don't care. But you might be like this for the rest of the season because they have to continue on losing. their next They have a bye week next week, but their next chance of winning is against the Vikings, who are Vikings are doing pretty good with Dalvin Cook. So we'll see what so happens. The thing
1: is, I'm happy the fact that we have a bye week after this. You know, like, recover, guys. Go go take some time off. You guys got destroyed. Take some time off. Come back and get back to work, you know, because now we're tied for first, okay, <laughs> with the freaking Bengals. <laughs> The freaking Bengals, bro. Oh, gosh. This is going to be exciting. You're just, and you, I, I don't like you just, just enjoying this. You're, yeah. You're oh, gonna, this is enjoying my ears. You have no other team in this league that's that's capable of making the playoffs right now. I, I, oh, my gosh, bro. <laughs> this kid's sitting here just enjoying oh. my freaking the d- demise. I mean, my, I mean, I've
0: been recently been inaugurated as a Buffalo Bills fan. I'm part of the Buffalo Oh,
1: no, no. So, technically. No.
2: <laughs> It, it
1: happened. It happened. Inaugurated. What? Uh, <laughs> Inaugru- <laughs> but, uh, I, 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 they inaugurate me as a freaking Buccaneers fan. Inaugurate me as a freaking No, ra- no anyone no. who wins a super Bowl. I earned, it. I, a- earned a- it. it. I earned it. That's the right thing. I earned it. I earned uh, it. Imagine earning it by losing so many games. Oh my <laughs> gosh, bro.
0: It's like but that's gonna be like your Ravens team. You're gonna lose so many games that you have to pick a new team. Uh, stop! It's all right. It's oh right. my God! Well, welcome, welcome to New York. Welcome to New York, or welcome no. to welcome to Detroit as well.
1: Nah, bro. All I'm gonna say, right? We're five and two right now. F- Fifteen and two is loading. Fifteen and two is loading. <laughs> oh, guys, you gotta move past. I'm looking at the time,
0: and uh, Eric, we have an audio message from Knives, but um, to clear up anyone to clarify our score for the NFL predictions. It is 31 to 27, and we got to make predictions for Monday night and Thursday night. So let's do this quick, and let's play Nice's audio message, if you don't mind, Eric.
1: Let's do it.
6: Hey, fellas. Yo, as usual, coming through, this was a wonderful, wonderful show, and I appreciate you guys, like, listening to my bullshit. Uh, (laughs) I got to, you know, go roll a blunt. (laughs) <laughs> and get ready for my show later, Bruce and Regis Watch, where I take my homie Bruce on this messy-ass ride through my favorite show of all time, One Tree Hill. Leave me alone, Eric. Anyway, um, I'm going to do wait, that, wait. and I'm going to catch you guys later. Y'all be safe. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be as awesome as you always are. Knives313, out.
0: Appreciate you, Knives, man. Definitely. Wait, he said wow. One Tree Hill? Where is it?
1: That's it! Oh my God! Uh it sounds so familiar. I think like one of my one of my family members watched it before. What is it called? One Tree Hill. One Tree
0: Hill? Yes, One Tree Hill. You're hearing, one it, right? Tree You're hearing Hill. It, right. I oh I I I never heard of it before. I don't think it, I think my sister watched it or something. I don't know. But hey
1: man, I ain't going to judge. No no worries. Nah, no worries. man, no. Nah,
0: I still like SpongeBob.
1: SpongeBob is goaded. I don't yeah, want to hear that. SpongeBob is one of the best best. Oh my! All right, we can't get into that. Never mind, never mind. Let's get into predictions. Shout out man. That, man.
0: Uh, have a nice one, man. Appreciate you. But um, without further ado, Eric, you got to predict on Monday night's game, tonight's game, because you know NFL. You know you got to predict on this game.
1: All right. Oh wait, Russell Wilson's still not playing? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. still think. I I still think they'll get past. I think the Seattle um Seattle will get past the Saints.
2: Seahawks
1: um, are gonna beat the Saints by a score of what? Uh. Let's go like, let's go 27 to 14.
0: 27 to 14? Wow, let's do that's that. a big score. But no, Russell Geno Smith is going to lead
1: your team to that? Not my team. No, not my the The, the, the Seahawks. Uh, yeah. I and mean, then your predicted team.
0: Yeah. And what do you got from the Seahawks? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say,
1: let's go DK. DK okay. and I think DK will have under 100 passing yards or like yard like you know what I mean like yeah
0: receiving yards under
1: 100 mm-hmm. receiving yards under 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 yeah under okay and then for the Saints um Winston is playing correct I'm not buying right Jameis is playing yes okay um definitely a pick definitely at, a one, at, least, one pick. at least one pick okay mm-hmm. most definitely not guess that defense nah <laughs> he's throwing a Hail Mary right into somebody's hands. (laughs) (laughs) We will definitely
0: see what happens. But ladies and gentlemen, Eric predicted for tonight's game that the Seahawks are going to beat the Saints 27 to 14 with DK Metcalf having under hundred receiving yards and Jameis Winston throwing at least one interception, but I got to go over my prediction. So Eric, we'll see what happens tonight. I know I got a couple of fantasy guys on that team on Seattle. So hopefully they win as well, but, um, Let's go over my prediction on Thursday, and it is this? the Packers. Yeah.
1: One. No, go ahead. Go
0: Packers yeah. versus the Cardinals. That's a um, good one. It is going to be going, But not as good as people think. And the reason being is that Devontae Adams recently ha- is on the virus list. so No! I don't know if he's going to be in time for the game on Thursday. So I'm not going to predict that the Packers are going to win. I think they're going to lose based off of that thing. He's- so... Oh. Yeah, it's a crucial loss for the Packers, but I think the Cardinals are going to beat the Packers 28-24. to 24. Okay. Uh, you're going to have... Uh, Pick Devonta Adams. <laughs> Aaron, yes. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers with two or more touchdowns, total touchdowns, doesn't matter.
1: All right.
0: And I'm going to go with uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to
1: have over 100 receiving yards. I don't know if it's going to happen though. Over 100. If you don't know what's going to happen, why would you predict? No, let me, let me stop. <laughs> oh, you're right. It. It. Nah, nah, you got it now. <laughs> what's it go? I don't think he's had many games this season actually over 100 receiving yards. not going to lie. He's, got, he's caught yeah. touchdowns. I know. But he, I don't think he's like, I don't know. I don't know. But he's still, I, I still think he's one of the best. He's no, he is one of the best receivers in the he league. he so. the best hands in all all the NFL
0: though. That's
1: guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know what really sucks? Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams is on my fantasy team. Yeah.
6: Oh, oh
1: my oh, that's You crazy. mean to like I'm I'm trying to check right now to be honest with you, to see what's going on. Cause <laughs> Oh my gosh, if I miss Devontae Adams, I'm gonna oh. <laughs> No! <laughs> Everything uh, is going wrong!
0: It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No worries. Look, the
1: freaking Jets, bro. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we got to move on because, we know, time's running short on us. But um, we're going to move on to the NBA portion of this show, and we're going to go over the games and most definitely our predictions that we made. Uh, Eric made predictions on Thursday and Saturday of the NBA season, and I made predictions on Friday and Sunday. So, Let's get into it, Eric. I'm going to go over your prediction, of course, okay. right? And um, you predicted on Thursday, correct? Yes, you did.
1: Yes, you I did.
0: The Mavs and the Hawks game. Now, ladies and gentlemen, oh Eric here said that the, that the 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 Mavs are going to beat the Hawks 107 to 105, and I'm sorry, but the Hawks destroyed the Mavericks 113 to 87. So I cannot give you a point for the team or the score. But you also said Luka Doncic was going to have twenty-five plus points, and Luka Doncic only had eighteen points.
5: Nice, so
0: not a good game for him. So I cannot give you points for that. But you did say that Trey Young was have six plus assists, and Trey Young did not disappoint you. He only, he doubled it and gave you fourteen. So That's crazy. That's I actually wild. You so you you start off the season with one point in the NBA, so you're up by one. But defending real quick, my chip, and defending your chip, yeah, of course, but. But I'm not going to go that much into this game. Honestly, it wasn't that exciting as we anticipated and as we hoped. I'm just going to go over some numbers on the Mavericks side. Primarily, Luka Doncic's numbers. He shot 6 for 17 from the field, 35%. They shot 2 for 7 from 3, 28%. He had 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal, and 5 turnovers. 5 turnovers, Luka, they're killing you. We've seen the last year, same thing. And uh, it's not helping any anymore this year. But as a team, they shot thirty-three percent from the field and thirty percent from three. So if that doesn't tell you what happened, let me let me let me reiterate for you. They couldn't score. That's what that meant. They couldn't score mm. in the hoop. That's basically what it meant. This whole game. But on the yeah. Atlanta Hawks well Go ahead, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, I'm gonna say on the Atlanta Hawks side though, they could score and they shot forty seven percent from the field as a team and forty-two percent from three. But honestly, look at these numbers. Trey Young didn't have a great game again as always. Uh, not as always. I'm, I apologize. Not have a good game uh, again. He had uh, shot 37% from the field. He shot 2 for 5 from from 3 which is 40%. He did have 14 assists so he is improving in his playmaking ability but he also had 5 turnovers same number as Luka Doncic. But other than that everyone was the leading scorer was Cam Reddish with 20 points. Everyone was contributing in the Atlanta Hawks game. They might be a good team but I don't know if Trey Young's going to be posting up these numbers that we see him do in the playoffs, like 30-plus, double-double. I think he's going to be, like, around these numbers, but having his whole team contribute and getting Ws. So.
1: Yeah, I personally agree with that With that statement right there. I believe that um, this Hawks team, um, I believe that they, they work better when everyone contributes, mm-hmm. right? And then the time, because there, there are going to be times when not everyone contributes. In those moments, that's when Trey Young needs to put on an insane stat line. That's the biggest part in my opinion. But this yeah. hard team is dangerous. We saw it last year. We saw it last year that they um they clearly they clearly can compete, um, making it to the conference finals. Unfortunately losing to the Bucs, but very making it very close, you know, almost being the Bucs if anything. But I'm excited to see what they can do this year, man, for real. Yeah, they, they do look a little bit better, even though Trey Young is not producing
0: the same amount of numbers as last year, and they're still looking better as a team.
2: Yeah.
0: But
1: overall, we still got to remember the fact that, you know, this is the beginning of the season,
2: yeah,
1: you know. Yeah. So, so stuff like that, in other words. But, um, David, do you mind if I go on to my next prediction? Let's do it. Or oh, technically yours, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, for David's first prediction of the NBA season. Now, David, before I do I do this – I'm just gonna let you know now I'm gonna go through the prediction and then I'm just gonna ask you to like give give you the um mm-hmm. give you the now give me the analysis on the game man. and then like you mm-hmm. can go through the stats if you want to and certain stuff like that. I'm just trying to like conserve gosh. as much time as possible. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because so, uh, yeah, we do have a couple more segments after this. Yeah. But um going into it, David predicted that the Knicks his New York Knicks. Oh my gosh. David, you had the greatest week of all time, didn't you? <laughs> you, you <laughs> here, freaking well, not hated. really.
0: Not about the Nets, but Everything else was
1: pretty good. I mean, the only thing really is like the Nets and the Jets, that's it. But yeah. like
0: But I'm overall, happy otherwise. I'll take it.
1: Yeah, man. But either way, you predicted that the Knicks were gonna win one seventeen to one oh three against the Magic and the Knicks literally destroyed the Magic one twenty one to ninety six. The Magic didn't come to play. They were like, No, nah, I don't feel like They're like, We're not we're not here to play basketball. But Either way, moving on to that, you do get one point for that one. And you said Julius Randle would have 20-plus points and five-plus assists. And he, he in a sense, kind of just edged that out for you. He had 21 points and seven assists. So you do get that point as well. And then you said for the Orlando Magic, you said that Mo Bamba, the guy Mo Bamba, oh, my gosh, we have two or more blocks. And he got that for you as well. He had two blocks in the game. So you start with a good three for four in your NBA oh, season, man.
0: That's great, man. That's great. That's, that's music to
1: my ears, especially from the defeat last
0: last season in the, in the NBA uh, prediction. It's good to get off on the right foot in a sense. So we're up 3-1. But the most important thing about this, if you don't mind, as a New York Knicks fan, I'm also a Brooklyn Nets fan, if anyone doesn't know. But since we're talking about the Knicks, the Knicks, one thing. You know how you talk about Lamar Jackson's your MVP, Eric? Give yeah. Julius Randle some respect on his name. Julius Randle is gonna promote he's gonna be top he's gonna be top five for MVP this year. He's gonna Stop. be top five for to MVP oh, this God. year. Julius Randle is doing impressive numbers, and he almost had a triple double in this game with two steals. His defense is on point. His his intensity he brings into the game is on point. He shot 56% from the field and 33% from three. He's just leading this team, and I think he will continue to do this. And but other than that, you got Evan Fournier dropping 18 points. Kemba Walker with a solid 11 points. Derrick Rose at 12. Manuel quickly with 16. Alec Brooks at 12. And Obi Toppin with 13. And I will say this: the number one greatest thing about the New York Knicks is their depth. Their depth. They got so much good players that can come off the bench and give you solid minutes to give your starters a rest. You got Derrick Rose that can come off the bench. Manuel quickly who has been proven that he can shoot the ball and play really good at point coming off the bench. Bench. You got Alec Burks going off the bench. Obi Toppin has improved his game tremendously coming off the bench. You got solid guys coming off the bench that bring you intensity and athleticism, which overall, which overall will change the course of the game. So the, I think the Knicks are a very complete team, and they will go far in this year, guaranteed. But that's basically it. On the Orlando Magic side, Orlando Magic, you're still young, so you know that's basically it. But New York
1: Knicks, man, we're looking good. We're looking good. I will say this much though. I mean like not that I, I'm not trying to like like bust your chops that like about the Knicks or anything. Mm-hmm. But Little Magic did win the second second time around though. They did. They did. They did. So like and in mm-hmm. a sense like that's kinda of respect to them, but overall, ah, uh, I'm not like oh like I guess that was just that's the NBA season if anything. You know what I mean? You can't win the for you to win every game is like almost nearly impossible. You know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. That's not really a big deal, in my opinion. But, like, over, overall, like, the Knicks do look very solid this year. And that pains me, me to say because I'm, in, in, I'm absolutely not an fan. So, <laughs> that, that pains me to say. But, yeah, the, the Knicks look like a very
0: complete team. Defense, very defense, complete. They got very out.
1: complete. But, but um, go so ahead. we'll
0: move on to Eric's prediction, if you don't mind. So, ladies and gentlemen, Eric predicted on the Suns and the Blazers game on Saturday. Was that the 23rd? Yeah, 20, 23rd, yeah. Saturday, 23rd. Uh, Eric said that, ladies and gentlemen, that the Suns are going to beat the Blazers 116-105. to 105, And is... the Blazers dominated the Suns 134-105. to 105. So I cannot give you a point for the team or the score. However, you did say that CP3 was going to have 10 plus assists. And CP3 just got you that with 11. So I do give you a point for that. However, you did say that Damian Lillard is Lillard going to have twenty plus points and five plus assists. He did give you eight assists, but he only gave you nineteen points, one point shy. So I cannot give you points for that. You finish off with a solid one out of four points, which brings your total of the NBA prediction week up to two.
1: So it's three to two at the moment. Nice, nice, yeah.
0: nice.
1: Great <laughs> one point. Oh, <laughs> I, I can't wait to forget this week. I can't wait to forget this. No, week. I, I want
0: months. to remember this week for the rest. For the rest
1: of the seasons nah. like realistically like off everything like or like be, no not off everything like be real david you already know between sports and let alone life itself you already know this week has been extremely stressful this, is, this has been terrible bro we're already becoming pop stars i don't know, I don't know <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. like crazy man crazy Uh
2: it's
0: great but i don't it, i don't wish i don't wish that terrible stuff on your life, just on the sports aspect, you know what I mean? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing, with you, I'm messing. With you. I'm oh just trying God, to be I'm a pop star. I'm just trying to be pop star. <laughs> but <laughs> oh my God, uh, but uh, real, real, quick, Eric, I want, to, I want to throw you. A, I'm gonna throw a, a, th- a thought at you, and I want to yeah. see how you take it. Uh, this NBA season has thrown a lot of people off course. Like, wh- did you expect the Atlanta the the Hornets to be three and Did you expect the Phoenix Suns? To, to lose the Trailblazers, I was not expecting any of this stuff to happen, and the Brooklyn Nets to be one and two. Not expecting this, but do you think with all these top teams not producing as well, you think it's going to change for the course of the season, or is this
1: going to be the narrative going into this season? No, it's it's definitely bound to change. Okay, I I think personally, um, teams definitely like the Nets. I don't know if this is. I'm not. I think I'm thinking unbiasedly right now. I think the next will the Nets will turn it around. I just think they need time to figure like figure out life without Kyrie. Mm. You know what I mean as a whole because he's not. It, it's basically almost like guaranteed that he's not coming back. But um, yeah. I think the Nets will turn it around. As far as some other teams, there are some teams in the league that are undefeated that are like that. I think they're going to drop significantly. But teams like the Hornets and the Bulls, if I'm being honest. Like Miles Bridges, yeah, Miles Bridges. Right now, he dropped like thirty, like two thirty-point games. Is that mm-hmm. going to happen every single night? Probably not. You know what I mean. But as team-wise, you know, these are like these teams are like one of the most well-orchestrated teams that we're seeing so far this year. And honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they go on to have a good winning record, possibly push for playoffs. You know, it just mm-hmm. goes to show that like the the talent in the league is growing. That's another mm-hmm. thing that's amazing about it. Like. We're gonna get we're gonna get into your next prediction too. I'm really relating it to next prediction, but like for example, you look at the, the the Trailblazers one. I didn't really expect that that one to be honest. And then my my excuse, quote unquote excuse for it for that would be fact that it's just earlier on in the season, you know, we discussed this earlier on um and in like another episode. And my answer basically kind of is, is gonna stay like this until we get to like 20 or like 25 games. I'm not really judging these teams right now. You know, we can't. You can't judge a team within the first five games or the first ten games of the NBA season, you know, because it takes time to to gel with a team, if that makes sense. You know, like this mm-hmm. this Hornets team was together this entire this the entire time last year, right? the The Bulls the Bulls team is clicking. That one's insane. That one is is it's fun to watch the Bulls play. Like realistically, it's really fun yeah. to watch the Bulls play. They're just just a juggernaut team. It's crazy to be honest. They're amazing. I I love I love watching the play, to be honest. But overall, I just think we need time to see like it eventually you're gonna see like teams start to get weeded out. You know, like which teams are gonna be at the top for a little bit, which teams are gonna be at the bottom. You know, it's all about confidence as well. Teams confidence go teams confidence and morale go down as the season goes on. You begin to lose more and more games, you know, certain things like that will play a factor and and I think personally, we will we will see a little bit of a shift, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see some of these new teams stay up on the top. To be honest,
0: you know I respect that, and I agree with you. It's way too early to, to predict the outcomes of these teams, and uh, I think I think everything anything can change. At the end of the day, you can go zero for ten in the first ten games, and obviously win the rest of the league and go seventy two and ten. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's realistic, but it could be possible. So, I mean. Right now, the Lakers are one and two. Come exactly, on, they got LeBron James, AD, and Russell Westbrook. They're they're still gelling. They're still working together. They're obviously not going to be one and two for long. And you got teams like the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, they're trying to work a life without a basketball life without Kyrie, and they're only one and two. So everything's trying to work out for themselves. Obviously, they probably most likely will. Hopefully, they will. But yeah, it's way too early. But I'm impressed by these some teams though.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely, man. But if you don't mind, I'm gonna go ahead and go into your prediction. Oh wait, we actually have a uh, audio message. Oh, so sorry. let's go ahead and play. This one's from Muse Lover. What's up, Muse Lover? Oh, what's up, man? Um, here we go. Here's your audio message.
3: Um, I actually watched the game yesterday, and in watching the game, it was scary, looking how good the Hornets were against the Nets. I love how you say that they need to obviously um, warm up and get used to life without Kyrie. I couldn't agree any further. But then my issue in watching the game, which I did, it feels like the Hornets have finally woken up. And even though last off-season I was saying how... You're going to give, um, you're gonna give um, Gordon Haywood the bag. But, um, I mean, you know, they are the Hornets. They suck, so they kind of <laughs> need to give them the bag. Because the only way you're going to really entice them over. But they're good. And the mellow mm. bull is very good.
2: Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with
0: you 100% Muse Lover. Hornets are looking good, and they got chemistry. And obviously, I've said this multiple times, and I will continue to say it because it's true. A team that has just superstars and little to no chemistry is not gonna meet is not gonna beat a team that has literally rare like one superstar and a lot of chemistry with this team. And more chemistry does not beat a team with less chemistry. Uh, more chemistry beats a team with less chemistry.
1: I, I agree, man. It's proven it's proven this year, like several times, to be honest, dude. Mm-hmm. Look at the Lakers. Yeah. Look at look at and for example, look at the Nets, right? We're Lou. We lost to the Hornets, but we didn't just let me just go into the prediction and then you go yeah. You you can go into it, right? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, David predicted on the Brooklyn Nets versus Hornets game and he said that the Brooklyn Nets would win one twenty seven to one nineteen. And unfortunately, the Hornets come out came out with the victory one eleven to ninety five. They didn't just beat us. You know, they beat us like comfortably. But going to the stats, David, you did say that Kevin Durant would have thirty or more points. And let me tell you, KD was going crazy, and he came out with 38 points. So you do get a point for that one. He said that LaMelo will have 20-plus points and 5-plus assists. And LaMelo, unfortunately, could not give you the 20-plus points. He did get you the 5 assists, but he had only 18 points, so we can't uh, give you a point for that. So you come out with one point out of that one right there, giving your your total up to 4. So the final score of the prediction game being 4-2. to You I mean? We got a comfortable lead, but
0: other than that, based off of this Brooklyn Nets team like we discussed before Brooklyn Nets they're, they're still trying to gel stuff they're still trying to gel things around you know I'm not stressing it like eric said I'm not we're not going to stress how important these first three games are even though they are important but we're not going to stress the importance of how they're doing terrible you know how bad that's impacting their team and all going forward cuz it's not it's, it's only three games obviously you can go even though you're one and two you can win the next game and be 500 and then win the other game you're you're, you're above 500. So it's real quick that you can get momentum, especially in the game of sports where momentum is key. But um, as i got to say, man, Durant, Kevin KD, man, KD is leading the team. His back is killing him since the Bucks since the Bucks series, and it still is killing him because he's just leading the whole team. And one problem I want to point out is that the only players with double digits on the Brooklyn Nets are Kevin Durant and James Harden with 15 points. That's so, bad. Other than that, no one else had double digits, and that's a problem. That's a problem. So that's terrible.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's honestly terrible. And when you look at the Charlotte Hornets, they had four people in double figures, so four to two always wins.
1: Huh. Uh, simple, simple math, right, David? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Four to twos. But I like 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 we said before, um, this Hornets team, if anything, this literally just got better from last year. This mm-hmm. group. Even more. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm honestly, I might expect the Hornets to possibly either make it into the play-in as a higher seed or just make it to the playoffs as like an eighth or seventh seed or possibly even a sixth. But overall, man, you can't, you can't be too stressed about these things. You can't. It's too early to call. Mm-hmm. It's too early to call. Now, obviously, as a Nets fan, I'm going to get stressed regardless because it's like, oh, my gosh, we just lost to the Hornets. What the heck is going on? Jay's trying to drop 15 points. What are we doing? You know what I mean. Yeah. But over, you really realistically, you can't get stressed into like 25 games. And if your team's like two and two and 23 or something, then you're like, oh no, what's going on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But certain things like that. But we do have an audio message, David. So let's go ahead and play this one really quick. Yeah. Yeah. This one's from Muse Lover. Here we go.
3: Uh, my my um, kind of like dig, it has been, I mean, you can see it. I made a TikTok like about three years ago and I said it, I don't like Nick's. And I think there's a couple of other teams. But just, you know, mainly it's like with the back back and track, um, Kalees, isn't there. It? And it's like, I hate you too so much right now. So it's like, yeah, the Knicks. But my point is, right, in looking at that team, I think it had those Cowboys in there as well, for the Cowboys. But the thing is, anyway, so you're looking at the teams and it. Feels like the Knicks and the Bulls were relevant 30 years ago. But they're slowly becoming more relevant now. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's true, man.
3: I agree.
0: And and I say the number one difference from New York Knicks to any other team, and Eric, I want to hear your thoughts on this, is that the, the Knicks... Obviously, they got Tom Thibodeau, who's like a defensive mastermind and a good coach. Their defense is, is great, obviously. But the number one thing that separates the New York Knicks from other teams is their is their team chemistry. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to say. The chemistry, the way they form together. And when I feel like when they're all – when the New York Knicks are on the court, I love watching the Knicks for this reason, is that I know everyone's going to have a chance at the ball. It's not yeah. just Julius Randle holding the ball or Superstar holding the ball. It's like when I watch the Brooklyn Nets, 95 – 95% of the time going down the court you got either KD holding the ball or James Harden it's very rare you see other people which obviously as a, as a defense and as another team you can pretty much predict okay who's holding the ball was either Kevin Durant or James Harden but with the Knicks you're like okay maybe Derrick Rose takes it up maybe Kevin Walker maybe Evan Fournier maybe Julius Randle like there's so many other possibilities of like to defend and guard the New York Knicks everybody's
1: dangerous yeah everybody and, and see the thing is it's not the fact that everyone's just as dangerous as a Kevin Durant or a James Harding, but they're good enough to put you under pressure. And they all trust each other. That's yep. another thing. If you're going to have a team like that, you have to trust each other. If you don't, then the team's going to be awful. The Knicks, if the Knicks didn't have team chemistry, do you understand that the fact that they would probably be one of the worst teams in the league? Yeah. Like, like it, It'd be awful to watch. Everyone be, be Everyone would be wondering, like, why is this team so bad? They're not bad on paper. You know, they're not that bad on paper. It's because of the fact that they want to have chemistry. But the fact that they do, it, it's such a chemistry. It just, shows, it just goes to show how much chemistry is, is needed. Because it could it could literally put you in a position where the Knicks are one, one as of right now, they're one of the better teams in the league, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Or if they didn't have chemistry, they'd be one of the worst teams in the league easily. Yeah. So it's like it can literally make or break you at that point. Correct. So that's all I wanted to say on that topic though.
0: I agree. I agree. But without further ado, Eric, we do have an audio message and this is from Mr. Motivations, man. Shout out to you, man. I'm going to play your message right now.
5: Here we go. Oh my goodness. I did not get a notification that y'all was on. I'm thinking y'all was coming on at seven. I just checked my stereo app. I don't know what's up <laughs> no, with okay. that. Let me I check do. this thing. Uh, it does not show. When did y'all come on? it's not showing it oh man anyway um (laughs) i'm here Mad late. i'm mad that i'm late but i'm here um dang david you got me man you called it yeah you know i give credit due when it's due i keep that same energy no matter what you know um but the game it was not as as blew out as these people oh i I mean people call we talk about oh yeah y'all got whoop y'all got your butt no 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 it was 11 it was until the end of the third quarter, So we didn't get our butt whooped. The game just got out of head at that point. Um, Got a lot of problems. A lot of problems. I don't even want to talk about the Chiefs. Uh, we're we not even going to talk about the Chiefs. But we're going to talk about the Ravens, no, who's supposed to be oh, so good and had no, them at not. number two. What no, happened?
0: Not. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Mr. Motivation, I respect you for uh saying that the Giants are
1: good, man. And, no. Uh, you know, That's not what but he said. That's what not what he said. What did he say? He said he gives you his props. He does not say the Giants are good. So that so the Giants are good. Okay, I appreciate No, no, it. No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. Nah, you if you want you wanna sit here and make me feel pain like you must feel lost. Well, you're not gonna be able to sit here and say the Giants are good. Two and five. Nah. <laughs> no,
2: uh, nah.
0: But but Mr. Motivation, you caught on a key point in that the Remember me and mister me and Mr. Motivations, we said that. Like, I, I'm going to mention this all the time. We said to Eric that you got to feel the wrath of losing. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, it happened this week. It happened this it week. a amazing. hater. So, I, I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm happy that, uh, you know, we got the victory, of course, my team. But that also, the radios got the defeat. I know they're not going to have a losing record. But, you know, once in a while, it doesn't kill anyone.
1: I'm tight. I'm tight. <laughs> I'm tight. These guys hate. These guys are hating. These guys are <laughs> no, actually not. hating. These guys are actually
2: they want to lose.
1: David, oh, you literally just said, like, you need to lose. That's basically what no. you just said. Yeah, exactly, because you win
0: too much, so obviously you have to lose. No! No! Oh, my but, gosh. But real quick, for real, for real. I have a prediction for anyone listening right now um, that the Ravens, they're seriously, they're seriously, that um, they have a bye week coming up, so they can't obviously win or lose. But after that, they're going to go L, L. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? L, 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 Al. Al.
1: Al. Yo. Al. 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 Yo. Guys, guys, I'm gonna... guys this is not hate out of what it is. What is hate then? Uh, what is hate? He uh, was <laughs> just said like, seriously.
2: He literally just made me mean.
1: He was like, no, no, got, actually, seriously. Like, actually. He uh, literally <laughs> said that. And he goes, the Ravens are going to lose the rest of the season. Bro, <laughs> what kind of prediction is that, bro? Uh, No, but for real. But for real. Because.
0: But for real, this is one of the real losses for the Ravens. So I won't go that harsh into them because obviously we know what Lamar Jackson and the Ravens can do. But it wasn't just Lamar Jackson's fault in this loss. It was also the defense they couldn't hold up and all the other jazz. But. Hey, man. Listen,
1: David, really quick. I'm looking at the time, bro. I say we just go into our NBA predictions really quick. And then um, I'm gonna let you do the big deal, not big deal. I'm gonna give you all the big deal, not big deal segments. Sounds all good, right? man. So let's do this. So
0: we got Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to predict on. So I um, say we do like you get Monday, I get Tuesday, and we both get Wednesday. Sounds good, man. So on Monday, who should I go with? I'm gonna go with the prime time game. I'm looking at what game should I go? Prime time, prime time. Ooh, I got Brooklyn Nets and Wizards, but I don't feel like doing because sometimes the Nets are unpredictable and they might lose, but I'm going to go with the Trailblazers, the Blazers, and the Clippers.
1: The Trailblazers and the Clippers? Alright.
0: I got Paul George going off the season, but I I got the Clippers getting their first W of the season. Um, I think a score of 116 to 109, and um, I got PG, PG 13, with I'm going to say 25-plus points. Okay. And I got Dame, of course. Damian Lillard with a double-double.
1: Dame with a double-double? Correct. And what's it called? I, I believe that the, the Clippers already have their seat, their first win. They beat
0: the Grizzlies, no, I think. No, they
5: didn't.
1: They lost
0: they the did.
5: Grizzlies.
1: They're 0-2 at the moment. They're 0-2? They didn't win one game yet. No. I thought they won a game.
0: They played good. They versus
1: the Warriors and the, the Grizzlies. And they both Oh, you're awesome. right. Yes, they did. Okay. Wow. I thought they won. Well, that maybe your prediction will come true, and then they'll get their first win. Maybe. Maybe. That's why I think like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, your prediction is locked in, man. 116 to 109 Clippers. PG-13 with 25-plus points. And Dame with a double-double. Correct. Yeah? Yep. All right. I'm going to go straight into Tuesday, bro. And um, let me see. Ooh. Now I want Philly versus New York, actually. Woo-hoo! I think Philly versus New York. I want Let's that
0: Let's do game.
1: it. Let's do it. Knicks and versus 76ers. Looking at the last couple games, I'm going to be honest, David. No offense to you, Knicks, and this is not like bias or anything. I'm being ser- serious. I think the Knicks are going to lose this game, right? On, I think it's going to be close. I think it will be like 109 to like 101 or like 103. So, 109 and 103. Oh, man. Come on. Ooh. Who do you got? Unfortunately, I'm going to go with Tobias Harris, actually. Okay. Tobias is going to have 25-plus points. Okay. He's going to go off. And then for New York, I'll go Julius Randle, and I'll say he'll have a double-double.
0: Respect on his name. Respect on his name. So, to reiterate for everyone, Eric says that the 76ers are going to lose to the Knicks, which is not going to happen, but he says by a score of 109 to 103, Tobias Harris is going to have 25-plus points, and Julius Randle with the double-double double but let's go on to our last predictions last day of predictions on Wednesday the 27th and um uh I get one and then you get one correct so
1: indeed uh,
0: I want to go back-to-back blazers I could do that you can if you want I could do that but you know what I'm gonna go Hmm. oh man this is so hard uh I'm gonna do no oh so sorry I'm gonna go actually the Raptors. No, no, no. I'm gonna do Blazers. I'm sorry. Blazers versus the Grizzlies. That's what I'm gonna do. All right. Blazers versus the Grizzlies. And um I got I got the Grizzlies taking the W. Yeah, I agree. But I will score one twenty-three to one seventeen.
1: Ooh, high scoring.
6: Yeah,
0: I got Ooh, um John ja Morant, of course. John ja Morant's gonna drop. Oof. He's gonna drop 30 plus points. Okay. And I'm gonna go CJ McCollum this time. TJ McCollum's also gonna go off and have 30 plus points as well. So back to back
1: 30 points for these players. All right. 30 plus points. I don't think I think one of them might do it. I don't think the I think but you're only gonna get one out of that, to be honest with you. Mm, yeah, but
2: probably.
1: I got Grizzlies. Beating the Blazers, one twenty-three to one seventeen, and John Morant have John Morant and CJ McCollum having thirty plus points. Yeah, correct.
6: All right, so let me go ahead
1: and dive into this. Um, what games are we looking at here? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'll go ahead. I'll try to pick the tightest one. I'm gonna go ahead and say Brooklyn versus Miami. Okay, All right. That's a good game. They're in Brooklyn. Ah. God, bro. Thing is, you have a band that's probably gonna end up having to take care. Ah, uh, I'll get uh, This is risky, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the Nets. Okay, okay. I like it. One seventeen to one fifteen. Nail biter. Seventeen to one fifteen. Okay. And um, for the Nets, I'm gonna go Lamarcus Aldridge actually. All right because he's going to be the factor in this game, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And LaMarcus Aldridge is going to have 20 or more points, 20-plus points. 20-plus points.
0: Okay, I like that. It's a bold prediction. And now for the Miami Heat?
1: The Miami what? Heat will go with – we'll go with Jimmy. We'll go with Jimmy Butler. Okay. Um, and, nah, Jimmy's going to have 20-plus points as well. Okay. Yeah. So, let me
0: say this for the last one of this episode – uh, Eric said that the Nets are going to beat Miami one seventeen to one fifteen. I hope so. With the Marcus Aldridge having twenty plus points and also Jimmy Butler having twenty plus points as well. So our predictions are locked and they're set for next next podcast episode on Thursday. So be sure to be tuned. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm looking at the time and I say we do a couple of big deal, not big deal, and we go right into go big goat of the week. How many do you want to do though? Because my uh, like I got two. You have two only? I have a lot, but I'll just sum it down to two. Which, all right, give me the sports that you're doing. Uh, are, wait,
1: are you doing soccer? It's it's I, I, I'm giving you the choice because I know you have more. So, like, I'll give you uh, – I got baseball and okay. football. All right, then I'll, I'll touch base on so- – we already know where I'm going to touch base mm-hmm. on. And, yeah. and then I'll do soccer and, and basketball.
0: All right, let's do it. So you want all to start
1: right. off? Um, yeah, let's kick it. Let's kick it off with the biggest one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ah, uh, soccer, David. Football, yes. Premier League. You already know where I'm going, bro. <sighs> Man United lose to Liverpool five nothing at Old Trafford, in their own house. Five mm-hmm. nothing. What are we thinking? Go wait wait. Before you go, first of all, this is this is. Suddenly become a therapy session. Just let it out. Just let it out. Actually. Yeah, this is let just, it out. This is annoying, guys. Uh, not a big deal. I mean, honestly. What? <laughs> no, no,
0: it's a big. Deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. I gotta be for real about this. It's it's a big deal, and the reason being is, come on, we lose. We got embarrassed. We got. What's with all the uh, getting whipped, uh, getting uh, getting spanked? These teams. Like, I mean, we saw what Kansas City said <laughs> spanked by Tennessee Titans, and we saw the New England Patriots spank the New York Jets, and now we got. We got uh, this team right now. We got the Brooklyn Nets get spanked by the Hornets. We got, now we got Man United get spanked by Liverpool. 5 nothing. It's just bad. totally... It's, it was bad. It was bad. And and when, and when you look at the details of this game, Ronaldo got a yellow card. Unnecessary. I want to say this. I'm a Ronaldo fan, and that was unnecessary by him, man. Um, there's no way of me defending him in that case. The only thing I would say is that he was frustrated, clearly, if he could not tell. But... Uh, but um, it was totally unacceptable, and you, cannot, you should not do that to a player, at least put him in harm. But you can tell that he was frustrated. But mm-hmm. also, you saw Pogba get a red card. Like, how rare is that actually happening? Come on, let's be serious. Now, I got, a, I got a theory, and it's coming true, is that maybe they're playing bad because, you know, Ole's going to go out. And now there <laughs> has been a report saying, recently, this morning, saying that Manchester United stars – were, which include Ronaldo, Pogba, Bruno Fernandes, are losing faith in their head coach, Ole. And all Uh-oh. I got to say to that is, Ole out, please.
1: Ole out. That's it. Ole.
2: <laughs>
1: Listen, really quick, I know we have, like, no time, but I need to say this much. Guys, I'm not a United fan. I'm a Pogba fan, if anything, right? And mm-hmm. I just want to point out some key mistakes that I feel like are big things. That stand out significantly, right? That Ole did. Right? First off, first off, they were down four-nothing at halftime. Okay? That's 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 a big thing, right? That, that was yeah. that was awful to see. Right? And they came out and came out and scored like almost instantly in the second half, right? Okay, but in the beginning of the game, this is a derby match, to, to mind you, this is one of the biggest rivalries in in England today, right? Ole Chose not to start Paul Pogba, instead he chose McTominay and Fred in the midfield. <laughs> okay, so let's just think about that. McTominay and Fred, Bruno at Cam, which is fine. Rashford on the left, Greenwood on the right, Ronaldo up top. No Pogba. A Shame. game against Liverpool, and most of going nuts. No Pogba. This Liverpool team is in form. No Pogba. Okay, fine. Right? We go in. We go in. Right? We go, into, um, we go into, like, halftime. Like I said, they're down 4 nothing already. They come out, they score, right? Pugba gets a red. Pugba comes in at halftime, right? Now, you might be thinking, all right, we'll take off Fred or McTominay. No. Once again, Oli decides to play Pugba at right mid. I've been preaching this for the longest time. Pugba is not a right mid. He's not. Why do they keep trying to work this out? It doesn't work. It does not work. It works for, like, two or three games because Pug was a class player. But the thing is, you're going to get that out of anybody. You put Neymar on the right wing, he's going to play well. You put freaking any class player on the right wing, like, you could put Kevin De Bruyne on the right wing. You could put – what's another great midfielder? You could probably put Marco Verratti on the right wing. You could put Jorginho mm-hmm. on the right wing. And, like, Conte, anybody. What I'm saying is they have the quality to play soccer, obviously, but they're not good – that's not their natural position. That's not the best. So – that's the that's first mistake. They kept they took off Greenwood down for nothing and decided <laughs> to put on Pogba. I know. Okay, right then Pogba goes and gets a red card. Right, so you know who he subs in? Subs in Cavani at first, right? And then he subs in Diego Dalo. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. Sancho and Donny Van de Beek did not see the field during this game. Okay, Sancho and Donny Van de Beek did not see the field at all this entire game, right? And he chose to bring on Diego Dalo instead of one of these two, one of these two players. Not to mention, they already had the game lost because they, had, they, had, they, they, were, they were down 5-0 with 10 men, right? They were already going to lose. Mm-hmm. Why not bring on Sancho to give him some confidence? Why not bring on Donny Van de Beek? You don't play him anyways. It's, it's just it's poor management. It's such poor management. It's, it's mind-boggling that he's still here. Mind-boggling. That's, that's what I wanted to point out. Eric, you hit the
0: nail on the head, and I'm glad that you went over that because that's truly frustrating for me and Manchester United fans, watching Ole make strategic, strategic, strategical mistakes like that that cost games in a sense. But uh, real quick, so big deal I think we can both agree on, correct? Yeah,
1: but,
2: um, I'm sorry, I
0: basically we took up like most of the time, but are going to run it? Go, uh, go. you're good, this is going to be my last one, because I know we're running low on time, but big deal or not a big deal, we got some MLB action, and then we got the World Series announced, and a uh, big deal, not a big deal, the Braves are in their first World Series appearance since 1999, big deal, not a big deal. Humongous
1: deal, and you know what, I hope they win too. Get those cheaters out of here, bro. Get those cheaters out of here, bro. I'm not messing. (laughs) Nah, if you're rooting for the Astros, that just tells me you're a cheater, bro. If you're rooting for these Astros, bro, you're a cheater, bro. That's all I'm going to say. I really hope the Braves win this. They have to overcome. I would say the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are a better team than the Astros, right? Yes. So For them to overcome the Dodgers, they have to beat the Astros. They yeah. have to, bro. If they don't in the Houston Astros win this, they're going to be like, oh, we cheated and we won a real one. So what do you want to say now? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want to hear it.
0: I don't want to hear it because I think they're going to cheat again. But, nah but for real.
1: Cheaters, bro. Cheaters.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Big deal. Uh, now we, got a, now we got a World Series of the Astros and the Braves. Who do you got coming out with the W?
1: Oh, for sure the Braves. For sure the Braves. I'm rooting for the Braves all the way. I realize, biasly and non-biasly as well. I think mm-hmm. they think they should win this. I think they should, too.
0: I think they should. They deserve it. Making it this far, beating teams like the, the Dodgers and the Milwaukee Brewers. That's what I'm saying. I think they deserve it. I think they deserve it.
1: Get it done, though. They got to finish it out. Got to finish yeah. it out, man. Yeah, that's true. But either way, man, <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. We have to... We we just start like timing these things because we get carried out. We get like yeah, like, we just have so much fun doing this, man. But yeah, Thursdays cool. are easier. Thursdays are easier because we can like go on. I mean, if we really want to, we can go into like forever. But yeah, yeah it's not that much games, so dude. Predictions and all the jazz. Exactly. But um, what's it called? Go ahead and say your last one. I know you had two. Go ahead. Go ahead. oh you sure, man? Yeah. it's why you have to say like these. He's, had, like, uh, <laughs> he's had, like a cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Go ahead, though. But my last big deal, not a big deal, it comes from the NFL community. And uh, big deal or not a big deal, Tom Brady becomes the first NFL quarterback in NFL history to have 600 or more passing yards. Big deal, not a big deal. 600 or more passing yards, David? Passing touchdowns, I'm sorry. There you go. (laughs) Passing touchdowns.
1: I'd love you, like, that's not a big deal at all. (laughs) Oh my gosh, man! Nah, that's a humongous deal. Tom Brady just beating Tom Brady, man. The goat beat the goat. Simple as that. All right, that's all. I, that's literally all I can say about it. Like he's just a goat. He's just so good. I'm so jealous. Bro, I wish Lamar would do that.
0: He's awesome. He's awesome. He deserves it because, man, he's not. He's not letting up at the age of 44, which is impressive even more. But, but I go ahead. Sorry. So we're we gonna go into the last one, and, and what are
1: you thinking? Oh no, I was just gonna leave mine, man. I mean, it's 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 a no. You know, I'm gonna leave it because it's about Ben Simmons and realistically, uh, I already know the answer to that. Not so. a big deal. Yeah, yeah, we can just move on. We can just move on. All right,
0: man. so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we do have since we're running low on time, we have a last segment, and it is called the Goat of the Week of the NBA season. See, we got to oh go to gosh. the week for the NFL season on Thursdays. So we made it sense. Like, why not make a go to the week for the NBA season starting on Monday? So technically, starting on Mondays, we're going to have go to the weeks for NBA. And on Thursdays, we have go to the weeks for NFL. But let me tell you guys, this was really hard to pick because the NBA is way different from the NFL. There's yeah. not one game to pick from. There's three, two, four games to pick from each week. So it's very difficult. And we may get some people wrong. But you know this is our list this is our opinion and I want to hear you guys express yours as well. But um I'm not going to go over stats anything cuz we're running low on time obviously but uh, Eric are you going first or me going first?
1: Um I want you to go first. All I right. want you to go first.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So let to hear your you're... list cuz I know we yeah. went to the same thing. <laughs> it was very difficult. It was very time-consuming too cuz you Exactly. 50 plus games that were played in the span of five days, four days, literally. But, but, uh, before we can get into, um, um, before we can get into my top five, uh, I do have some honorable mentions. These guys did not make it. However, make the top five. However, they should get recognized. And these guys are named Sabonis, Harrison Barnes, uh, Zach Levine, Brandon Ingram, and Miles Bridges. They played well enough, but not well enough to be in the top five. And, um, I got to go with this guy. And this guy had an imp- impressive, impressive night. Uh, impressive couple of games, actually. And number number five, I have PG-13. He just played phenomenal. I think he had a 40-plus game in that yeah. as well. And he's just off the hook. Even though his team lost both of the games, it was not his fault, obviously. He had impressive games. But And number four, I have the guy called – um. Oh, the New York Knicks. Julius Randle, man. Julius Randle. At number four. He had 35 points in the first game against Boston. Then he had 21 points with a double-double, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. And uh, against Orlando, he had 30 points, 16 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and 4 blocks, and only 2 turnovers. He was insane. And if those numbers don't don't do justice, then I don't know what will because he's just on fire against these teams. And to start the season, I'm hearing MVP chance in Madison Square Garden. That's what I'm hearing. But mm-hmm. at number three, I got, uh, what's his name? What's his name? The second second overall pick behind Zion Williamson? Oh, that guy. Wow. John Morant, John Morant at number three. John Morant had 37 points, shot 58% in the first game, 28 points, shot 52% in the second game. And in the last game against the Lakers, he had 40 points, 61%, 71% from three, and he had 10 assists to go along with the three steals. He was on insane in these games. John Morant is putting on a show for NBA fans, and especially for the Grizzlies. They look like a true team with Jaron Jackson back and um, John Morant on fire. So not to be messed with. But at number two, I got a guy. I don't know if you heard of him. He's been in the league for 12 years. And uh, tell me if you heard this guy's name. At number two, I have a guy named Stephen Curry. <laughs> you heard him, right? Yeah, yeah, of course But
1: Stephen is Henry, guy;
0: He's phenomenal, he had the first triple-double since 2018 And that was against the Lakers He had 21 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 steals Now he also, against the Clippers He had 45 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 block And against Sacramento uh, He had uh, 27 points And 7 rebounds, 10 assists, and 3 steals as well With 3 turnovers So he played absolutely insane Although he didn't shoot that well, his percentages were a little low. But obviously, when you score 30, 45, 30, 27, you don't get overlooked. And have a triple double and double doubles. I mean, come on. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we got to go into the last guy. And um, some of you guys might be disappointed in this that I put him so high or at number one. But you know what? I don't care because I, I value this guy's performance and how he's leading his team. Yeah. And, uh, Eric, please do the drum roll before I uh, blurt out the guy's name. I got to go with the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant, man, KD. KD put on a show for Brooklyn Nets Nation and for anyone in the NBA. And if you guys think he was under, under the radar, I'll put the numbers on right now. Uh, he had 32 points and shot 52% from 42% from three. Uh, he had 11 rebounds and four assists with two blocks, and only one turnover against Milwaukee. And then against the 76ers, he had 29 points, shot 45% from the field, 100% from the free throw, and he had 15 rebounds, 12 assists, one steal, one block, only two turnovers, a, d- a triple double. And uh, against Chica- uh, not, not Chicago, against Charlotte, uh, against the Charlotte Hornets, he had 38 points, shot 70% from from the field, and shot 33% from three. And he had five rebounds, three assists, one steal, and only three turnovers. So not only was his defense pretty good, he had low turnover ratio, which I look at that incredibly well because you know how much I love low turnover ratio. And he had a triple-double and high assists and high rebounds in almost every single game. So I got to give Kevin Durant the first go-to-the-week of the NBA season versus right now. So congratulations, KD.
1: You know, I respect your list a lot, man. I respect your list a lot. And Thanks. I think so I think I missed out some key players, to be honest with you. That's how much anyway. I respect you. But without further ado, man, I'm just gonna go into it. Here we go. I'm gonna run I'm gonna run through this like a little fairly fast, you know what I mean? But yeah, gotcha. here we go. In my album mentions, I have Rudy Gobert, Malcolm Brogdon, DeMontis Sabonis, Julius Randle, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh-huh. <clears throat> What? What? No, no, no. Why what, what what is it? I, tell I, me.
0: Honestly tell I, me. Honestly tell me. I thought I heard someone that, that was not uh that was not mentioned. It's like a guy named Randall or something. I don't know. Oh my
2: gosh.
1: Uh, <laughs> 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 oh wait, you actually gonna rip your head when you hear who's in the who who no. basically Oh my gosh. Alright. So at the number five spot, I got the man, Paul George. PG-13, thought he had a great week, had a 40-plus game, like David said before, and respected that highly, even though he didn't win his games, right? Then number four, I value this performance highly because, in other words, I feel like no one's really looking at it because everyone always talks about this one other guy on his team, right? And that one other guy that they always talk about is LaMelo Ball. And this is why I put him there. Miles Bridges, I put him at number four. He had two 30-plus-point games, right? Miles Bridges was not doing that last year. At all. So, I'm very, like, I'm very impressed with him. That's why I put him at the number four. Number three, I have three, the three-point God, Steph Curry. Easy, best shooter in the world at, to ever live, to be honest with you. 40-plus-point games. He's just insane. Absolutely monster. And number two, I have Kevin Durant. Yeah, Mo. I have I couldn't put him at number one because I saw this one dude stat line and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" And you're gonna be shocked because the one guy that I picked, he only played one game.
6: He what? Only one
1: game. Yep. And the one game they did win, and I looked at the stat line and I was like, "This is this is this is gross. This is actually disgusting, right?" And I can't remember. This was a little bit difficult because it was Madheads. but overall, drum roll. Please. My goal of the week is the reigning MVP Nikola Jokic. Oh, the no, Denver no. Nuggets. Dude, when I tell, you know, you're telling me no no no. You're looking at why the stats in front of me right now. But I think he had 17 rebounds and 30-something points. I'm not kidding. The dude the dude put on a cracked performance. Crash performance to win to to win to win his game. And I, I the reason I evaluated him over Kevin Durant, because I honestly believe that the next game he would have done the same exact thing. That's why I put him at number one. But hey man, I would argue with you, but honestly, we literally have no time to we literally have no time mm-hmm. to. I
2: do
1: unfortunately, gentlemen, I myself, I do gotta head out. That's why we always have to like end it like on seven at the dot, even though we never really ended at seven on the dot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We always end up going over, but, like, regardless, you know, we, it's, we love doing this, man. I, we love doing this. This is so much. Fun. And well, what do you think, Dave? What do you think? Nicole Yogi's the uh, first
0: MVP. I was shocked, and I, I don't disrespect it, because he did play two games this week, and he had 27 points with 13 rebounds. And then the second game, he had 32 points with 16 rebounds, seven assists, three steals, and one block. I do see that, but where's John Moran?
1: That's yeah. That's the one. That's the one guy I will willingly admit I missed out on. And the reason I missed out on him, I'm not gonna lie, it's because I literally missed out on the entirety of the Grizzly roster. I, I didn't even look at the Grizzlies. <laughs> I totally forgot. To. I'm not even kidding, bro. I have to change my method of how I do this because, like I said, look, the first time was like the top, the trip, the test run. But um, it'll be better next time. I promise that it'll be better next time. kind of like the NFL one, you know? I picked Patrick Mahomes, and then. No, like it got better and better as it went on, but yeah. Yeah, man. So,
0: honestly, man, I think looking at the time, I say we gotta wrap the
1: show. How about you? Yeah, man. Also, I apologize. Like, I see, I see so many audio messages. (laughs) Guys, I'm so sorry. I like, I feel bad, bro. All right. Well, either way, David, go ahead and wrap it up, bro. Uh. I just want to
0: say thank you to everyone that's the time out of the day just listening to us. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. And don't forget it. Also, if you're new here, please give us a follow on the Stereo app and click our faces. Then click that follow button. And also subscribe to our show because it helps grow our brand and our, grow our family to many other people on this platform as well. Also, if you want to follow our Instagram, the updates on when we go live, if you want to interact with us and just, you know, interact with our posts, see what we're posting, all that other jazz uh, you can follow us on Instagram. It is official underscore D E underscore takeover. And um, uh, so you can get live updates on our posts uh, when we go live on our posts, all that stuff, interact with us. Like I said before, interact with our so- stories as well. But, um, and like I said, it's official underscore D E underscore takeover. If you want to get to know your host of the show, you know, you can follow my Instagram. It is David underscore rod underscore 02, And Eric's is
1: Eric underscore hein 16
0: beautiful please will give us a follow as well and um if you missed a live show if you missed the beginning if you missed the ending if you missed the middle or you just want to re-watch the whole thing it will be up on spotify on apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast because uh they're up there you get I, I, wherever you're listening from we take the live the live uh live show on stereo and we edit it down and put it on spotify apple Podcasts, and and wherever you get your podcast but please give us a follow on Spotify and uh, Apple podcasts and review and tell us if you guys like the show because we love hearing comments from you guys as always. But, um, also, uh, oh yeah. Uh, also, we have a YouTube channel. That's what I was missing out. There we go. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. It's called D takeover in all caps. And, uh, we have two videos up at the moment. It is the one V one basketball challenge and the soccer challenge. So please like and comment on those videos and also tell us if you guys want to see more of these things because obviously we got a list of ideas that we got to st- start doing, so we will definitely get them out to you hopefully as soon as possible. But um, uh, also, if you guys want to hear something that we don't have coming up, just tell us and we will most likely, we will look at it definitely and see if we will do it. But um, other than that, oh, and also subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, DV TakeOver in all caps. But other than that, be sure to tune in on Thursday at 7 p.m. on the live on the Stereo app and um, see our predictions. Who gets it right? The NBA Challenge. You know, I'm up four-two at the moment, but anything can change anyone's game. Only beginning of the season. We got the M- we got the NBA predictions. We got the NFL games. We got the quote of the week, and most importantly, we got big deal, not a big deal, but the main course, the dinner of Deanie Takeover. We got the goat of the week of the NFL week. So. Definitely look into that.
1: Yeah, man. Definitely, I agree agree with everything David's saying right now. Also, make sure we'll be here on seven, just to make to make you guys know we'll be here on seven on Thursday for sure. And I think, I David, I think it's safe to say that we'll make up for the lost time that we had today. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I just want to apologize to people with these audio messages because we see them and we apologize. But you know, we got our schedules and we gotta accommodate for our stuff. And listen, also,
1: listen, that's why, also, pop out on Thursday, man, and we will be, I'll be listening, we listen to every single audio message, bro, because I, Oz, I hate this, this is terrible, we usually listen to every single audio message, so it's made you feel, it's terrible, man, but, uh, either way,
2: yeah,
1: go ahead, go ahead,
0: no, I said, but we got, we got, you got stuff to do, so, hey, man, we gotta respect that.
1: Yeah, man, but, either way, man, I appreciate every single one of you guys, like, and and I, not I sorry I messed it up. We appreciate every single one of you guys. What's what's it called? Um, and honestly, like like for example the sh- the love that you guys show. I could never explain how much we appreciate it, man. Like for example, like I said, the audio message, like, the audio messages, and the support. It's just awesome, man. And we're gonna keep growing with you guys. We appreciate every single one of you guys. And with that being said, it's been your boy Easy Eric Hines. And your boy, The Oracle, D-Rod. And we're out. Peace. Peace.